Hey everyone, welcome back to the Castaway Consultants, where we teach future Survivor players how to play the game by criticizing past players. And boy, oh boy, are we going to criticize some past players tonight. Uh, I'm one of your three fabulous co-hosts, Ryan Stacy, the resident Survivor superfan of the Castaway Consultants podcast, and I'm joined by Derek Kubacek and Josh Wessler. Hello, hello, hello. I'm excited to get into this one-world post-merge discussion. Uh, and it, for those of you who don't know, for Rewinds, I haven't seen this. I'll tell you guys whether or not I was spoiled on the winner once we get into the spoiler section, but I didn't know anything about the A to B, and so I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, hi. I am also excited to talk about One World Survivor 24, something like that. Like Ryan said, there's going to be some some criticizing going on. As mentioned earlier in our pre-merge podcast, if you tuned in for that, which I hope you all did, I originally watched this season only a couple or only a year ago. May 2021 is what I have marked down. Super excited to revisit the post-merge now. Yes, yeah, season 24 of Survivor One World is another one of the Dark Ages seasons, as we talked about in the pre-merge. For, for, for a brief moment there, I thought we were doing the pre-merge podcast. I forgot we already did that. I was literally working on recording or editing that yesterday, and I completely forgot for a moment there. It's just that forgettable. It is that forgettable. It's not a great season. The point of this podcast is we're trying, you know, there's 42 seasons of Survivor, soon to be 43. 43 by the time you're listening to this. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys are listening to it. There are 43 in existence. This is just uh, some production magic. If... You don't have time to watch them all, which is shit. We're here to tell you which ones are must-watch Survivor and which ones are not. Gentlemen, we're done with Survivor One World. Is this must-watch Survivor? Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> no, not at all. Big nope. Yeah, no, no, it's not. Uh, and instead of talking about if it's must-watch Survivor, we could even talk about, guys, how about in season 43 when we didn't have the hourglass twist? Oh, yes, the big news. The, I, no hourglass twist in 43. I, I, that was great. I couldn't believe that Nora showed up oh my with, God. with John Cochran on a boat and Debbie. It was great. Uh, yeah, don't don't watch this season. Listen to the podcast. Yeah, this season is bad. This is a bad season of Survivor. I'm not going to call it bad, but it is definitely second tier from the bottom for me. Yeah, I guess I, I don't know if I would necessarily say bad. I I haven't nailed it down in my rankings uh, quite yet. I, I'll figure that out after we get to the end of this podcast. I, I get a better idea of my rankings as we talk through it. Um, sure. There, there have been some risers and some fallers due to the discussions that we've had on this podcast. So stay tuned uh, for well, those and, later. And it helps because as a reminder, Josh only watches the premiere, the merge episode in the finale. He's our memorability consultant. So he tries to see how well he remembers the season from when he last watched it. So it makes sense that, you know, Josh needs the discussion of fully rank it. I know where I'm ranking it. <laughs> and man, was that yeah. was that finale uh, just not interesting either? I thought I thought it was going to be a little bit better, but it, I, I, I was sufficiently bored. <laughs> But I, I do believe we all agree this is this is not must-watch Survivor. I don't really think there's anything that's going to change my mind on that. Uh, but I, I think this one is almost easier to talk about if we can just get into the spoiler yeah, section. Yeah, so spoiler alert for Survivor One World. Don't bother with this one. It's it's a, it's a generally considered a bottom-tier season of Survivor, and I would sign off on that one. Now, if you are completionist, you can go watch it. So you've got until three, two, one. Spoilers. All right. Wow, Kim wins. So, yeah, Kim, Kim Spradlin. Now Kim Spradlin Wolf wins. Anyone who's watched season 40 is already spoiled on that. Yep. Uh, so uh, no news here. In fact, I was spoiled. I, I, I figured on the winner. Um, there's a couple things that played into that. I've heard that Kim Spradlin uh, at the time played arguably the most dominant game for a first-time player on yep. an all-newbie cast. I'll sign off on that. Having seen Kim show up. 
I was like, yeah, okay, I, I know this just from Survivor Mythos that she's going to absolutely run train somehow this season. Honestly, through the pre-merge, you don't really see it as much. Mm-hmm. It's really when the merge happens. She really goes I, to life. You know, I, I know that it's Survivor One World, so they were together the whole time. Uh, but the women's tribe, for a majority of the pre-merge, was kind of a mess. Yep. But to their credit, after the swap, they were able to sort of refuse themselves and essentially just Pagong, uh, the men's tribe, I believe, is Monono. Yep. Uh, just old Monono into oblivion. More like man? No. No. No, no. no. So I, I want to walk back one thing. If you are a hardcore like feminist, you want to see some woman power, this is must-watch Survivor. This is the most dominant women's alliance. now Since the Black Widow Brigade. Since the Black Widow Brigade, I do want to throw out the caveat that it is synthetic. This is their starting tribe. Yeah, it it's wasn't, a little different. It, it's not a true women's alliance because they're women. It's just this was their original alliance, and that was the way that, honestly, Kim, Chelsea, and Sabrina decided that they wanted to, wanted to take the game after the merge. Does it happen to be a women's alliance? Yes. Do I feel very horribly about being a man after watching this season? Yes. But this was synthesized by production. So yeah. there, there is the caveat, but it is undoubtedly the most successful alliance that happens to be made of all women that I've ever seen. Uh, since yeah. the Black Widow Brigade. Since the Black you Widow Brigade. You can't say more because they Black Widow Brigade stuck together until they, they couldn't because Eric won immunity and they had to vote out one of their own. They'd go one after Amanda, Amanda played the idol, knocked on Alexis. This time, they didn't have to vote out Cat. They chose to vote out Cat. So, based on numbers, I think Black Widow Brigade is technically more successful. We're splitting hairs. It doesn't matter. Both of these alliances are terrifying. Terrifying alliance to find yourself on the wrong side of. Yeah, and I definitely remember watching the kind of just finishing the season the first time, and I definitely thought that Kim was a very strong winner. I was a little surprised, or I, I was a little underwhelmed, I guess I should say, by just because of how much hype I felt like I had behind that. I feel like I remember people just saying, like, you and Derek has said that, like, she was the number one mega dominant first time player. Uh, Like, if you're just going to rank them all. And I, like, yes, she was a very strong winner, uh, hands down. But it just didn't come across on the screen, at least to me, like, super mega dominant. And it it split. Like, she she didn't win whatever, 7-0 or or something like that. So, very, very, very strong, overly dominant, hands down, number one all time uh, for first-time players. I don't know. and, And I don't know who I would put number one so that that is important to note it's just i was expecting a little bit more from uh just what i had known going into the season kim does not play a perfect game but as far as all first-time winners go she blows everyone else out of the water but you know there are places where she might have been a little you know tighter that and it also helps she's a very soft-spoken person she doesn't come across as someone who's dominating the game like a boston rob or a tony hell even like a party or a sandra you know kim is much more low-key than any of them uh personality wise which i don't think helps the season uh she's not the most interesting winner by any means but she's the the most dominant first-time winner and i would go so far as to say she's the fifth best survivor player of all time i have her in my top five and then this is including winners at war so it's including everything we've ever seen she is one spot shy of mount rushmore I don't have a ton to add to that. I, I, I've i been going over this post-merge, and I'm excited to talk about it, but the more I think about how the post-merge went, starting with the merge episode, 
the more I've come to appreciate the brilliance of Kim and Chelsea and Sabrina's game. And it just so happens that among those three, Kim was the most physically dominant. And the way the edit portrayed it, she was the brainchild behind a lot of the strategic moves, whereas Sabrina was more focused on making friends. Two completely different game styles. Um, maybe in Survivor 100, Sabrina wins this season. But in. I don't think so. I, I don't think so either. Maybe in Survivor 2, Sabrina wins the season. Sure, sure. With, with a really bitter jury, maybe. Yeah. Um, their point is there's a multiverse where Sabrina wins this. Sure. I do think in the majority of the multiverses, in this deterministic universe in which we find ourselves Kim wins this season and it's not close so I, I'm excited to get into the the episodes all right so let's let's talk refresh this cast there's us uh, 12 people left at this point six men six women and I'll introduce them in order of where they were on, on the split tribes because we have seven people coming in from the Solani tribe because they did not lose anybody after the swap and then five people coming in from the Minano tribe who lost two people after the swap but it was starting tribes of men versus women. Coming in from the Minono tribe, we have Jonas Atsuchi, a sushi set from Utah. Leif Manson, a phlebotomist from San Diego. Tarzan Smith, a plastic surgeon from Houston. Alicia Rosa, a special education teacher from Chicago. And Christina Cha, a career consultant from West Hollywood. Coming in from the Solani tribe, we have Michael Jefferson, a banker from Seattle. Jay Byers, a model from South Carolina. Troyzan Robertson, a swimsuit photographer from Miami. Kat Ederson, a timeshare representative from Orlando. Chelsea Meissner, a medical saleswoman from South Carolina. Sabrina Thompson, a high school teacher from New York City. And Kim Spradlin, a bridal shop owner from San Antonio. That is our 12. Our winner picks, Derek and I both had Jonas. Son of a bitch. <laughs> My name is Jonas. And Josh, you had Chelsea, I believe? Uh, that I did. Going to work out better for one out of the three of us. <laughs> yep. Josh, you're not going to have to make a new winner pick. Dang right. You're, you're set. You're not going to win. That but, good. You know, you're just you're free from doing that this this episode. Are you guys ready to jump into these? Let's jump in. Yep. All right. Episode 7, The Beauty in a Merge. We have our 12 people. They all merged together as they did at the end of the last episode. Tarzan's going to try and bring the men back together and bring in Alicia to dominate this game. Michael agrees to this but isn't actually on board and so begins the downfall of man. <laughs> not women, though. <laughs> So it's going to be presented a little bit more, you know, questionable. Like, are the women going to stick together? No, they, the women were always going to stick together. That was always the plan. Like, even Kim says it. Like, oh, yeah, no, the women were. As soon as we get rid of Jonas in this episode, uh, it's the women's show from then on out. The men are so dysfunctional, and they can't come together to save their lives. And it's so pathetic because... In the pre-merge, they were so good compared to the women's tribe at the beginning. Then they give up immunity. They had it, and then they give up immunity. And then, okay, they seem to have it again. They're going to vote out. They vote out Monica. They could vote out Christina or Alicia next. It's going to be great. Colton gets medically evacuated from the game. It's back to even. And then they just blow it again. God, the men on the season are so stupid. It's embarrassing. I know the Colton medivac is not something that they could have predicted. No, I will say... I think that Colton would have gone with the women anyway. Could be. Uh, I, I'm, there's no way to prove that, but I think that he would have jumped ship immediately, and I honestly think that Kim and company would have dragged him along until literally every other man was gone, and then who's to say from there? Maybe Kat goes out. Maybe Christina goes out. I don't know. You know, He, he had an idol. That would have made it a little bit more interesting. Maybe they would have tried to flush it. But point being, yeah, Ryan, you're right. Uh, the men started out great. And then became completely dysfunctional and made one of the most idiotic moves in Survivor history as a tribe that eight people had to sign off on. Uh, it was ridiculous. And then kind of got it 
and then just gave the game again. Uh, it's weird to say that Tarzan was the only one who seemed to understand, like, you know, we can play a post-merge game, but let's keep our options open. Yep. The only person who really talks about that all episode is going to be Kim. Yep. Keep your options open. Tarzan tries, but the other guys don't get involved. And for some dumb reason, Jonas gets mad because Michael's going to tell Jonas, like, yeah, Tarzan was talking about getting all the guys and Alicia together. And Jonas gets mad. Like, why would you tell Michael that? We don't trust Michael. Okay, you don't have to trust Michael, but like the guys need to come together on this one, Jonas, because let's say it's the new Solani versus the new Monono. You're in the minority. You need the guys, Jonas. You need Michael. So I don't know why Jonas is so mad at Tarzan, but it leads to a big stupid fight, and Tarzan's like, you know what? I'm going to leave the Alliance. <laughs> oh, great. We're doing so good here, guys. <laughs> yeah, definitely not great on, on uh, Tarzan's reaction to it, but this was started by Jonas. You can be upset by it and just kind of like mention like, hey, maybe be careful that you don't want to give up too much information or put weird plans together with someone who we don't necessarily trust. You don't need to get mad and just ruin things over this. This, w- this was started by him, and it's going to lead to his downfall. <laughs> You know, lest we rewind half a season to Edna's stump speech at the previous season's Final Tribal Council, like, you know what game you signed up for. Don't be mad if someone talks to someone and doesn't talk to you. The point is, is that someone came and told you about it. Congratulations, you have the information. You don't need to freak out about it. If it's condemning information, boom, ammo for the ammo belt. If it's really good information that you can use to solidify an alliance, bam, that's good for all of your options. Jonas, you got to chill out, man. And this information was just no duh, the guy should like. This isn't even information. This is common sense. Yes. Our original tribe should stick together. You it doesn't would, even you need to be the men. It's common sense, but with this men's tribe, like, that's, that's giving them way too much credit. It's Survivor One World. There's three common people in the whole cast. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Troyzen's going to go in a little bit of a role, though. He's going to find the hidden immunity idol and win immunity. So Troyzen is solid. The Solani group, the, the which the, let's go, you know, just to re- rewind that, that is a group of seven, four women, three men. That is Kat, Kim, Chelsea, Sabrina, and then Michael, Jay, and Troyzan. The seven of them believe they are going to stick together, specifically the men. The women say, they're like, oh, we could do that. They're never going to do it. But that, that's what especially Troyzan and Jay believe. But their plan is to vote out Jonas at this point. Oof. Whoops, bad move. Yeah, I have, I have no issue with these people working together. And, like, if this is going to be your, like, end game alliance of six or seven or whatever it is, like, I'm perfectly fine with that. But... As the men, it needs to be a woman first. And then you can go down this path of of having this kind of be your final grouping. Uh, If the very first step in that direction involves voting someone out from your original tribe, that's a big old red flag right there. I was going to say, the the scene from Finding Nemo comes to mind for me when Dory and Marlin, they arrive at the trench. It's like, whoa, little red flag going up. Something tells me we should swim through it, not over it. Well, Troyzan and company and everyone who's buying into all this new Solani garbage, they're like, no, we just got to swim over the trench. Yeah, it might be a little bit scary to swim through the trench with a bunch of guys that you haven't gotten along with right now. So on the surface level, it seems worse. But you are about to swim into Jellyfish Field and you're going to get stung and you're going to die. That's a, that's the second Finding Nemo jellyfish reference in three seasons that we've done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about Pixar and a lot, it works. I guess. So this Solani group, they choose Jonas because he's the biggest threat. He's very well-liked, smart guy. Jonas, Jonas is a pretty good player, 
most of the time. He's an excellent social player yep. at the very least, which, of course, is the most important aspect. So Jay has the idea, hey, we should take out Jonas. He's the big threat. Dang it, Jay. <sighs> Come on. Troyzan doesn't want to do this. And he's like, okay, Jonas, they're coming for you. We got to do something, buddy. Jonas goes and apologizes to Tarzan. They, they, they shake hands, make up like men. And they're like, all right, let's form a counter alliance. We're going to take out Cat. Where the hell are you going to get the numbers to do that? This makes no sense. And Jonas is even going to say, like, this isn't going to work at some point. And then Tarzan just makes things worse because he's got some laundry he wants done. And it looks like there might be a poop stain on his underwear. And he's like, oh, it's not poop. It's dirt. I swear it- this is not poop. <laughs> and Chelsea's just like, can we just take out Tarzan instead? And she's like, no, next time, maybe. J- Jonas has got to go because he's the bigger threat. <sighs> J, J, J. It's it's just not good. So no, normally I would say like, hey, just get through the merge episode and, and try and get somebody out who you have like no real relationship. So for Jay, for example, he should really want to take out like an Alicia or Christina. Keep one of the guys and keep the Solani 2.0 group. So in that case, this is taking out Jonas is great for Kim, Sabrina, Chelsea and Kat. The other thing that needs to be kept in mind here, and this is true with any season where there's a starting tribe of X group heroes, healers, hustlers villains whatever it is men versus women whatever your starting tribe is that is one reason to cling on to each other you throw in an additional factor like a title of some kind or your gender race if it's cook islands the white uh, tribe the white <laughs> uh, no, whatever do it is <laughs> that is something to look out for because people are likely going to gravitate to keeping that group together and it's something you should probably want to do too even if you don't like those people it's just like i have this initial bond of not just a starting tribe but whatever we this unifying thing we have you want to try and keep those people it's something major to look out for oh. oreos chips ahoy christianity yes if we so, ever had a religious tribe keep all the christians in the game <laughs> if you're one of the christian members it's stuff like that so in this scenario do you go to rocks do you do you die on that hill they should they they, honestly basically you you should. have you have two op- if you're the men you have two options you have Alicia and Christina I could I could absolutely see an alternate universe where Alicia is the first one out here but the women shouldn't do that either that's the thing well, they, yeah the, the ex- exactly and if the women did that then we'd be saying the exact same thing about them we'd be calling them dumb but no we're sitting here calling the men dumb so optimal solution if you're if you're playing the end game here and you want to win the season put it up to chance I guess. I think they need to go to rocks. 1 in 12 is good enough for you individually, and it's the best chance you have to keep your options open. And let's say you want Solani 2.0 to go somewhere. I think the men and women on that tribe being separated at their at the onset of the game get like, all right, yeah, we can try and keep our options open, but we kind of need this first upper hand moment to keep our options open. Yep. So yeah, this is a good time to go to rocks, but like we've seen in, I think... Every season before this, the tribe that was more unified is going to come out whole and unscathed. The men lose the game here. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's even more interesting than that, if you want to share the vote. So we're going to get to Tribal Council. Jonas tries to just shake things up. He's like, I'm going to vote for the biggest physical threat, Michael. Tarzan does not like that. He's like, oh, that was not cool, man. I'm going to vote for you. <laughs> God <laughs> dang it, guys. It ends up being 10 votes for Jonas. Two votes for Michael. Leaf joins in with Jonas to vote for Michael. That sounds like Leaf. <laughs> Great for the women. Horrible for the men. Ugh. I don't blame some of the men by this point. Like people like Troyzan for jumping off the sinky ship and be like, there's nothing to do here anymore. Michael and Tarzan and Jonas just hate each other so much that there's, there's nothing to be done. So I don't really blame someone like Troyzan or someone like Leaf for this all falling apart. 
But man, oh man, is it embarrassing to watch this as a guy. Especially since you have that final group, alleged final group that you that you're planning on being with. Like for someone like Troy's, I'm like, it's it's fine. Like you don't want to be here, but now that we're here, it's okay because maybe maybe now you can keep going forward with that potential alliance and maybe the girls won't all take you down <laughs> even though they will and this is where kim and sabrina and well to a lesser extent chelsea but kim and sabrina will say this is where their social game really come into play because they had first of all troy Zan, at least for the first two episodes of this post-merge uh, is completely hoodwinked he, he is absolutely convinced that solani 2.0 is going to take the strongest seven the greek god tribe swap tribe to the top seven and then it's you know every person for themselves Otherwise, I would have said, you know, Troy Zan, maybe you should have played your idol on Jonas and idled Christina or Alicia out of the game. That way you're not betraying Solani 2.0, but you're also keeping your options open with the men. He doesn't do that for a reason. There's a reason I don't even bring it up. Like, would that have been optimal strategy? Yeah, but he was so far gone with the rose-colored glasses that he would have never done it. And I see, I don't even think it's just that. It's just the, the Jonas-Tarzan-Michael dynamic is so dysfunctional. I, I, can't, I can't even blame him. Like, yes, on paper, that is the optimal move. But at the same time, like, is that group really going to stick together? And that isn't Troy Zan's fault. It's their, those three's fault. And, and that's where I'm not going to blame Troy Zan yeah. for this one. But I do think here on this next episode, we need to remember that Troy Zan has an idol and yep. you are pretty much in the 11th hour of losing this game yep. or having, like, a really steep climb. But I also wanted to say... A couple of the men voted against Jonas on this one. All, uh, all of them but Leaf. All, all but Leaf vote against Jonas on this ten one. Two vote. So uh, it kind of fractures the idea of who Jonas would ever consider voting for. And it kind of sets the tone for the men's tribe. It's like, you kind of did this to yourselves. You can't be mad if the women end up taking out all the men. And they might just vote for the women anyway. It's almost a clean sweep. It's perfect for the women. This, this is optimally what could have happened for them. Yep. Best player of the episode, Josh. Who do you get? Well, Pastor Josh said Troyzan. Oh boy, oh boy. Can I keep a guy as the best player? If it helps, I also named it Troyzan. Yeah, I think this was just such a good, you know, communal effort by the women that there wasn't like one standout person that'd be like, it has to be this person. And Troyzan is kind of, he was not for this decision. Nothing he could have done would have prevented this. He won immunity, he got an idol, and from his perspective, he's thinking that he's got a good final alliance going. So, can I blame him? Not more than what I would like to, <laughs> just for the men overall. So, I'm going to keep it as Troyzan and, and just go with that. What happens isn't Troyzan's fault. There's nothing really he could have done to prevent it in this episode, maybe earlier in the game. You know, the men did this to themselves. The women really didn't take out Jonas. The men took out Jonas. But Troyzan is virtually blameless for this. So I'm going to keep it Troyzan just because he had a great episode besides that happening. Like, he's not his, his position to win the game has decreased, not by anything he did, but he helped himself individually as, as much as he could. See, I, I actually just gave it to Kim, mostly because she had the strongest edit. And when Jay was like, yeah, let's vote out Jonas, she's like, yes, let's vote out Jonas. <laughs> and then you think about who the vote out was best for. It was best for Kim, Sabrina, 
Cat, and Chelsea. Yep. All of whom had almost no connection with Jonas through tribal lines. Yes, they had the one world, but they didn't have anything yep. else. Um, and Jonas was gone from them the longest. They had the least exposure to him. And so from their perspective, big social threat gone and a connection for us also gone. So he was really nothing. So I just gave it to the person who had the strongest edit and championed uh, the, the, the men's misstep, and that was Kim. So I had for Kim. That's fair. Uh, worst player, Josh? I had a Tarzan here. If Jonas was here, I'd give it to him, but we can't. He had the the disagreement, I guess, uh, with Jonas that kind of sparked this entire thing. And even though Jonas kind of started it, he really just fanned the flame a little bit more to to accelerate this disagreement. Plus, he had that terrible social moment uh, with the clothing laundry and uh, in, in Chelsea's clothes. So it was it was bad enough to almost get him to be the one voted out here, but they instead went with Jonas. So I, I'm going to go with Tarzan. I agree completely. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, don't put poopy clothes into the cooking pot. It was dirt, not poop. It was not poop. But anyway, everything you guys said. Anyway, Derek and I both lose our winner pick. Derek, womp, womp. who did you move on to? Oh, I, I moved on to a woman because yep. uh, I felt like they won the game here. And then I gave it to the person who's had the strongest edit. And by the way, within this merge episode, we get Kim saying, I have options. I can either go with Solani 2.0 or I can go with the women. If she's going to be the narrator of the post-merge, I'm just going to go with Kim. It was a toss-up between Kim and Sabrina. Yep, those are the two. Uh, so I, I picked Kim. Back in the day, I picked Sabrina just because she has had a stronger edit throughout the entire season. Kim really came to life in this episode and like one of the post-swap ones. I can't remember if it's episode five or six where she found the idol. Today, I'd pick Kim because she's got the idol. Got the idol and the edit, the strategic edit. Well, just in the last episode. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to say the edit just because Sabrina has a more consistent edit throughout. It's, it really comes down to the idol. Yeah, we've had, okay. we've seen plenty of times where someone gets that edit like in this episode and then goes home in the very next yep. one. It's called the visibility spike. You get, you're like, oh. This person's coming out of nowhere. And then they go home next week. And you're like, oh, that that's why. A lot. <laughs> Kim's got some great confessionals on the end because the idol I would take her back in the day, I took Sabrina. Episode eight, just to annihilate them, Jay and Troyzan want to take out one of the Monono women, Christina or Alicia, next to keep it even. Yeah, that's fair. That's exactly what should happen next for them. If it was fair. If it was fair. If, if Survivor was fair. Tarzan continues to annoy people. It's very obvious Chelsea does not like him. And Tarzan believes because he is a plastic surgeon, <laughs> Chelsea doesn't like any plastic surgeon because she's unhappy with her boob job. So he confronts her. Did you have a bad experience with your plastic surgeon, Jealousy? Is that why you don't like me? <sighs> no you comment. Know, it, <laughs> yeah, no comment. It, it, it's surprisingly, like, it's a surprisingly deep thought. Like, Tarzan has to peel back a few layers to get here, but it's kind of rooted in, like, conceit. He's pretty, he's being pretty pretentious. Like, Oh, she must hate me because of what I am. Because of no, it's my, about my who profession. you are, Tarzan. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's it's what you do, it's what you say, it's how you act. It's the poop. <laughs> like you can use the fanciest words all you want, but you still put poopy underwear into the cooking pot. Yes. <laughs> this is not not. I don't care about microbes. Okay. <laughs> Kim and Sabrina want to get the women back together and knock the men out. It's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, Solid they, move. They talk about how they want it to be the two of them and Chelsea who go to the end. That's exactly what's going to happen. We're done. We don't have to do anymore. What a hard sell. (laughs) Pretty much done. So Kim does what I think is her best move of the season. And that is she turns Troyzan against Michael. Because Troyzan obviously wants a girl to go next. She's like, hey, Michael's coming for you. Michael wants you out. Michael hates your guts. He's like, oh, well, we can't have that. We'll get rid of Michael. 
And just like that, the men are done. Absolutely hoodwinked yet again. I've got so many criticisms for Troy Zan's game. I mean, is Kim just that good socially? Yes. She is that good socially, but also the men on the season are absolutely inept. Uh, so it, it, it's hard to watch that moment where they're walking the path. Well, and so much of this came from their limited, limited time together on Solani 2. So I, I would have to chalk this completely up to her social game just because she sold Troyzan this bill of goods that they were having this final alliance together. Not final alliance, but, you know, solid second alliance that's not based on the original tribes. And he seems very comfortable in that space. Everybody who makes the merge in season, Sans, Jonas, and Leaf, the everyone else, the other nine, all believe they are in an alliance with Kim. All of them. She's that good. She has these angelic features, as someone describes her as. She can be so empathetic and so convincing because she does care. I think that's the big thing is she is an empathetic person. She does care. The problem is she has separated her heart and her head, and she will cut your throat, which is great. We love it. That's exactly how you want to play. But she is, she is a genuinely good person, it seems like. And she can just make you feel good and make you feel like you're heard and listened to and that she's with you. And that is the secret. Do you know what's really interesting? This entire post-merge, I started to think that Kim and Amanda... Like, Kim is just the uh, third Pokemon evolution of Amanda. (laughs) Uh, Amanda is like the adolescent survivor Pokemon player. And I still have her as probably my best to never win, or at least the most deserving to win who doesn't. But Kim is Amanda in all of those things. Except she knows how to frame it in a way that people aren't super mad at her when she gets to the end and they don't. Kim is just like level 100 Amanda. So good good for her. She might be the most well-balanced Survivor player of all time. I, I can honestly see it. And not well-balanced as in like at least mediocre at everything. I think she is good. High stats. At everything. And they're like the closest. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 She's, she, she's up near the top. I, I forgot how many immunity she when she got yep. and I, <laughs> until we got to the finale. Like again, I only watched the finale and I'm just like, oh well. There's, I I never saw Kim in a vulnerable state <laughs> in the finale. No, and that's the big thing. There, she's never in danger. The only other person who really pulled it off is Boston Rob for never being in danger. And Boston Rob had to go to the end with two specific people to win. Kim beats everyone. Yeah, I think that's the big difference here. Is Kim was never in danger and she beats everyone. Yeah, if it if you if you if like you grade it like now versus three episodes from now versus the finale, regardless of any point, she's gonna beat anyone. Uh well this seems like the perfect segue to talk about how I rank everyone, like I do every post merge after we do get to the first vote. Yeah, on their likelihoods to win as of right now. Most likely to win. Well, not just right now, but like I just in general, like the, throughout the whole thing, if I if I put it all together who's most likely to win versus who's least likely to win. So in order, I, I do have a tie at the top between Kim and Jay. Everyone likes Jay. I think if Jay made it thin, he's the only one who could give Kim a run for her money. I think he's the only guy who has half a chance. Yep. Jay is by far the best guy. So I have Kim and Jay at the top. Jay might be able to beat out Kim, but it would really depend on who the third person is. And, and there's another tie further down, and it really depends on who's with them. What is the split between men and women on the jury? That's what it comes down to. But Kim and Jay at number one. Then I have Sabrina. Then I have my other tie, um, and this one's a really weird one because everyone else after this is very flawed. I have Troyzan and Cat. That would be an interesting one because both of them ruffled some feathers, to be sure. I feel like Troyzan might. I, I might give Troyzan the edge there, but I just I just had such a negative perception of Cat. But my, my perception of Cat actually went up this time. Fun fact. Really? 
Really? I enjoyed her a lot more. Her boot episode is the best episode of the season because it's super fun, actually. I was very annoyed with Kat until Final Tribal Council. Yeah. Kat grew on me this season. Anyway, after Troisland and Kat, I have Chelsea, then Michael, Alicia, and then the bottom three, Leaf, Christina, and Tarzan. I don't think Christina or Tarzan can win this game. <laughs> you think they beat, they, they lose to Leaf? Yep. Because Leaf is well-liked. He's terrible at the game. Christina yeah. is also terrible at the game, but she's not... Neither Leaf or Christina are super well-spoken, but Christina's pissed a couple of people off where Leaf really hasn't as much. And then Tarzan will never win because he's rich. Yeah. Not even to mention the social game. Really? Are we still Are we still in that era of survival I'm that matters? I'm not so sure we ever left it. I, I think it has always mattered, unfortunately or fortunately. But, but does it... Yes, matters, but, like, doesn't matter I, that much. Like, I can see, like, it's swinging, like, a vote, maybe, too. Like, well, it, it happened per- It happened in the 30s. Yeah, it happened in uh, David versus Goliath. Yep, yep it happened um, in David versus Goliath. You know, and then throw on the fact that Tarzan has a terrible social game. He's got some strategic chops, for sure, but, like, his social game is pretty abysmal. So, uh, yeah, Tarzan and Christina cannot win. Everyone else can beat them. It's pathetic that Alicia can beat three people here. But Alicia has some knowledge of the game. She just sucks. Well, yeah, I mean, again, like I said in the pre-merge, everyone knows an Alicia. And the thing about the Alicias of the world is that some people are totally endeared to them. Yep, right? which is insane. Like, I don't want to put her on, like, the Parvati side, but we've talked about Parvati. If you're in her circle... You love her, yep. but if you're outside of her circle, you probably hate her. Yeah, Alicia's a more extreme version. It, of that. Alicia's a dialed up to eleven version. I'd say like maybe Parv is like a seven on this scale. Yep, and Alicia's, Alicia's like an eleven. Yeah, yeah. She, she's a ten and eleven. Um, so if you're with her, you're with her. If you're against her, you are against her. Yep. I think that there's enough goodwill on a jury where she makes it to the end where, depending on who she's with, she could win. The women all like her. Yes. And a couple of the men. I know Tarzan really likes her. Is she as good as she thinks she is? <laughs> no, no. Not she even close. Delusional. Yes. One of the more delusional survivors we've had. Agreed. So anyway, uh, Jay's going to have winning immunity here. Pretty funny because he's like, I got a puzzle. I hate puzzles. <laughs> I, I, I solved a puzzle. So Chelsea goes to Jay and asks, like, hey, would you vote out Michael? Okay, that's fine, but she does this right in front of Christina and Alicia, who are the two people that Jay is trying to target to get out, putting Jay in, like, an awkward spot. Jay's really nervous now. He's like, why would she ask me that in front of those two who we're gunning for? Because we're in an alliance, right? You're not targeting the men, right? (laughs) It's that Anakin Padme meme. Right? (laughs) I get that now. (laughs) Congrats, Josh. Josh recently watched all of Star Wars, or not all of Star Wars, but the the, The first first six. six, First six. So Jay's really nervous. Kim is starting to think like, oh man, maybe we can't pull off this attack on Michael here. Maybe maybe we have to play it safe here because Jay is so nervous. Um, We'll just get rid of Christina. We'll calm his nerves. But eventually, they are going to get Jay to go along with him. Kim calms him down enough. Huge. This is huge. This is everything. Up until this point, Jay was the sane man yep. on the men's tribe. He was the only one who we got vocally being against the whole giving up immunity as a tribe thing. Yep. So far, Jay has been, hey, we need to champion getting rid of uh, an old, I guess, like Manano 2.0 yep. tribe member. But now he's just going to drink a whole bunch of the, the Kim Kool-Aid yep. and be like, all right, yep, she's on my side. I am 100% loyal. Jay's going to fall apart and go home in the next episode, and I'll start right here. Yes. So we're going to go to Tribal Council. It's going to be seven votes for Michael, two votes for Christina, two votes for Tarzan. Tarzan, Christina, and Alicia were the three, as well as Michael, obviously, to vote incorrectly. Were they in on it, just in case of an idol? It's a little unclear. I don't know for sure. 
I would argue that there was something out there for a split just because they were throwing two votes on people later on in the season as well just to account for a possible idol. So that is my guess, at least for two of them. I don't know about Michael and then was it Tarzan who voted for Alicia? Tarzan, it's almost impossible to say, but Tarzan is going to say he turned on the men very early to make sure he was the last man standing. Sure. And, And something to note about Tarzan is I don't think he's trying to necessarily win so much. I think he's trying to get to the family visit to see his wife. I, I agree with that. And, you know, that's not how you should play if you're listening to this podcast. But for Tarzan's goal, A, it makes sense because I don't think he's going to win anyway. So it does make some sense for Tarzan. And, and, and that's fine if that's your goal. And, it, and I think he does a good job at doing that. But that's not why we're here. Yeah. Uh, Tarzan, if you're listening, a better strategy is to be less persnickety. And then you might be able to win. Yeah. I think Derek is the millennial version of Tarzan. You mean because I just try and... Search for the right word. Yep. Being a new father, I have so much brain fog right now that million-dollar words don't come so easy to me. But I did enjoy Tarzan looking for the million-dollar word every opportunity. Tarzan is Boomer Derek. <laughs> I hope I'm like... You know what? No, I'm not... I do not hope I'm like Tarzan when I'm Tarzan's age. I hope I have as much money as Tarzan has. Yep. That'd be nice. And the vocabulary. Derek would love his vocabulary. I, I, I want his checkbook and I want his vocabulary. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, do you need that checkbook so you can uh, get some new shocks for your car? Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, a great move for the women, basically. You know, whether or not I don't know how much Alicia and Christine were involved in this, but great move for the women. This is awesome for them. Not so great for the men. I I would assume they're slightly part of it. Like it was more just kind of the way that I would assume it happened was more just like uh we're doing this, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just don't know for sure. I can't confirm anything. Yeah. For best player of the episode, I had Kim for tricking Troyzan and convincing Jay to vote out Michael. Yeah, because Jay and Troyzan drank Kim Kool-Aid. Yep. It's Kim. Yep, that's what past Josh had and current Josh. For worst player, I had Troyzan. Uh, he fell for Kim's lie. Jay was at least, like, scared. Voting out Michael is terrible for them, so Troyzan's my worst. I have Troyzan as well. Um, Him and Jay are both, like, meh, but I, I am very sad that Jay sort of fell prey halfway through the episode. Yep. So, uh, but... There, there's the difference, though. Troyzan was hoodwinked the entire time. I also had Troyzan. So Michael's gone here. Michael is not going to play Survivor again, but he will end up going on Naked and Afraid. Oh, So I boy. guess he really likes the outdoor adventure stuff. Good for him. So never really seen that show. I just, I've seen like a clip of him on the show. So that's, that's about all I got for Michael. Episode 9, Go Out with a Bang. Troyzan and Jay and even Tarzan are all very nervous now, and they should be. It's too late, though. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It is too late. And they are so scared of it being too late. It's it's too late. The the back half has already fallen off the Titanic, and they just realized they hit an iceberg. The girls are going to take them out next. Chelsea is very hung up on the morality of the situation, which annoys the rest of the women, but eventually she's going to get her head in the game. There's no place for morality here. It's Survivor. Yeah, and, like, what morality is missing? Like, you're sticking to an alliance. Yep. You, you, you have two alliances. You're staying loyal to the one you made first. Seems pretty moral to me. And even if you did turn on the first alliance, who cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Kim does convince Jay, hey, you're good. We're taking out Alicia next. Everything's fine. And she tells Alicia this plan, like, hey, just play it cool. Jay thinks it's you. It's Jay. And, and Kim just has this ability to calm everyone down. She's like, hey, no, it's cool, man. You're good. You're good. I'm definitely not going to cut your throat. It really is impressive. <laughs> Don't move. Yep. Try not to move. Yeah. She, she is going to smother you with a pillow. And just be like, shh, it's okay. Just go softly into the night. <laughs> <laughs> the quietest knife slit. <laughs> but 
Kim and Alicia talking is, is spotted by Troyzan. So the roles are going to reverse here between Troyzan and J-Lo, but Troyzan's going to be the one to get ultra paranoid for the rest of this episode. Immunity challenge. This is one where there's temptations. You can drop out for food. Sabrina, Kat, Kim, and Alicia all drop out for food. Okay. They're going to be fine. Not a huge deal. Leaf is going to drop out for food. Not great. Jay is going to drop out for chicken wings. Now, granted, it was they, they had to stand on a perch with their wrist attached to the bucket and the know, classic the classic yep and i believe jay has said like he had like sores on his feet so it was really really hard for him he's like i'm not gonna win this i'm just gonna get food that's not in the episode so you know can't confirm that we can't use it yeah but if that's the case i get it it's easy you know, to if, say it afterwards if you're not going to win the challenge might as well try and get something i get that that's totally fair but with what we're presented the episode, this is terrible. It does look like he steps off for food as a result of being made to feel safe by Kim and company, but that mostly Kim. Probably was a factor. Yeah. So that I, I, that's how it's presented. That's how I had to take it. I didn't know about uh, him having yeah. sores on his feet or anything like that. So I took it as, hey, I'm just proving that I have faith in you. Yep. Uh, and from that aspect, I don't hate the move because it might be the difference between you or Troyzan going home. Uh, it's survivor. You shouldn't have faith in anybody. Uh, agreed. <laughs> uh, agreed. But like, if you're at that point where you're just praying for time, splitting hairs is all the difference. Yep. And maybe by showing a little bit of faith in the alliance, they'll keep you one more time. Maybe. Only only go for that if you know you're not going to win. Y- exactly. That, it's a Hail Mary at best. This, yep. is, this is not a strategy to try this and is a, You know, in Tremors, they say running is not a plan. Running is what you do if a plan fails. Stepping off in good faith in the challenge isn't a plan. It's what you do when a plan fails. Yeah, who was uh, who was the player in Micronesia who did it? Jason. Jason. Yeah. Yep. Chelsea's going to win immunity. So the women believe they have Tarzan and Leaf on board with them, and they want to split the votes. They're correct about Tarzan. They're wrong about Leaf. It turns out five votes on Troyzan, three votes on Jay. That is a bold assumption to make. I don't like this from the women. I, you're going to assume you have two of the men with you and split the vote. That that's that's insanity. And you're only half right. It's dangerous. I understand maybe needing to keep a vote, but you have enough numbers to throw one vote onto someone to force a tie. It is ballsy. I don't love that. It's gutsy. I would not have faith in that. Troyzan is very paranoid. He tells Jay he's going to play the idol. And basically he wants, he thinks Kim is going to come for him. And he wants to try and turn it around on Kim. Where's the lie? (laughs) Yeah. You just had to guess right. Jay is going to be like, that's insane, man. You're fine. And he's going to go tell Kim that Troyzan is planning to play the idol oh, tonight. Dang bro. it, Jay. He completely falls apart. So basically, they, Jay and Kim together, they come up with a plan like, hey, all right, here's what we'll do. We'll take out Alicia tonight. Troyzan can play his idol, flush it. We could take him out next time. And Jay is the one who suggests this because he's like, oh, man, Troyzan's dangerous. We should take him out. Jay, no. <laughs> Stop it. Bruh. <laughs> Jay, why? Yoink. Ex-sane man, Jay Byers. Yes. It was a good run. <laughs> the island has gotten to him. The brain parasites in the water. Those chicken wings really did a number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Must have been from B-dubs. Oh, shots fired. Uh, wings and rings are better. I, I agreed. Right. All right, we're going to go to tribal council. Troyzan is going to play his idol. There's only two votes cast for him. Five votes for Jay, two votes for Alicia, two for Troyzan, one for Kim. The guys couldn't even get on the same page here and do a counter move. I wrote my notes pathetic. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, I'm not, and I'm not sure why. I think I remember a little bit, but this is the first time I've uh, heard someone mention people's pants before. Do you remember when that came up? 
people's pants. pants. I think it had like some like someone like saw that someone was wearing a certain like pair of pants and they oh. knew what was going on because of it. All the boys, all the men were wearing their cargo shorts yeah. rather than swim trunks to tribal. Yeah, someone pointed out the fact that Troy Zan had switched shorts to cargo shorts because he had an idol in his pocket. And that was really smart. Who was that? Was that Sabrina? I'm not sure, but someone said, all the men are wearing their cargo shorts. No swim trunks to be seen tonight. It's like, huh. That's, yeah, that's really good. That's interesting like note, next Josh. level perception. Just like, hmm, interesting. Critical success on a uh, perception roll there. Yeah, yeah, definitely something to look out for. And like I said, uh, I've always maintained cargo zip-off pants are the article of clothing of choice to play Survivor. And if you wore them every day, there'd be nothing funny, funky going on here. Yep. So that's something to note. You know, as consultants, here's what you should do is wear, if you're going to have cargo pants, shorts, and a swimsuit, which you, know, you probably will, you'll probably have both on Survivor. Every time you go to Tribal Council, bring the cargo pants. That's what you should be wearing, just for consistency's sake. You're wearing it for warmth. Yep. <laughs> So if you have like a special article of clothing to hide your idol in, wear that all the time when you go to tribal. Yeah. You know, be consistent and, and plan that ahead of time. You should have idol clothing. So cargo shorts, cargo pants, wear them. Secret pockets, Secret. which happens all the time. That's what you need to do. So, yep, this is some 5D chess here. So the right person went home here being Jay. Like, ideally, Troy Zan plays his idol. Jay goes home. Perfect. That's what should happen. A lot of that was luck. The girls should not have split, probably. The guys are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> what else is there to say about this? It, it just... The guys continue to be fractured and disorganized with no critical thinking skills whatsoever. And it's not even going to be until next episode when Troy Zan has a single critical thought. I mean... He had critical thoughts in this episode. No, he had awareness. He awareness. He okay. wasn't able to do anything about it. Sure. <laughs> it's like, congratulations, you realize the tornado is n- nearly at your house. Yeah. You're not in the storm cellar, though. Uh, uh, are they still just sold that there might be an alliance going on with some of the women? Like Jay they- was. <sighs> After this, there's no ambiguity nope. because the I two feel like who there were, should have been no ambiguity after the last vote. You're right. You're you're correct. After Mike got voted out, they should have known. But it was because Mike was, you know, a, a little seedy, a little shady. Troyzan didn't like Michael. Troyzan didn't like Mike. You know, so now that Jay is gone, there's no doubt. Uh, Solani 2.0 is a farce. Yep. <laughs> it, it is a front. It it's is not nothing. Happening. Uh, Jerry, who did you have for best player of the episode? I had Kim again. Creating the Kool-Aid, selling it, completely bamboozling, shamboozling Jay all the way up until the moment that he leaves. I don't feel great about this episode because I hate that the women split the vote here. Agreed. It's so risky. Agreed. Kim also, she and Alicia were the ones who accidentally tipped off Troy's animated nerves because the two of them were having a conversation in the water. So I don't feel great about giving it to Kim. I ended up giving it to Troy's but I don't feel great about that either because at least he... Figured it out, finally. Now, he ended up, he did play the idol. I don't blame him at all for playing the idol. Who would have thought, you know, his plan with Jay would get told to Kim? You know, some of what happened here and why Troyzan's counteroffensive doesn't work is because the rest of the men are morons. Troyzan is going to say he got outplayed at the reunion show, but he also got outdumbed. And I do think there's some truth to that. Everyone else he was playing with is an idiot. So he did get outdumbed. He, so, did, he did plenty of dumb things himself. He did dumb, dumb things himself, but he's easily the smartest guy. Easily. Yeah, it's hard. It's a low bar. Being the smartest guy on the Monano tribe is like being the best team in the NFC North. It's not that impressive. Oh, <laughs> hey now. <laughs> That's funny, though. I, 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 I at respect this point, it. 
I mean, by the time this episode airs, like the Vikings could be like fourteen and zero. It could be, could be, yeah, yeah. You know, we'll see. Probably not. So I, I I don't feel great about anybody in this episode. I think everybody had big holes in their game. I ended up just giving it to Troyzan almost by default. If I'm trying to remember, so I this gets into my worst a little bit. I had Chelsea because I didn't like the way that she was kind of giving away the game to sure. the guys, and so Kim got best because she was cleaning up Chelsea's mess. Sure. Uh, and so, like, that was the dichotomy. I didn't... But that was more in the previous episode. It was more in the previous and episode. And in this episode, Kim did make things worse by having that conversation with Alicia. Two people having a conversation in the ocean isn't that big of a deal to me. Like, the the edit fed it, like, oh, they're talking, that's pretty sketch, but, like, it people clearly talk made and Troy's survive and, It made Troy's and paranoid. Hide it better. Did Chelsea do anything negative this episode all the women did with splitting the vote which is a bad plan i mean yes but you you specifically mentioned like i think three different women i don't think you mentioned chelsea's name in that process when i said chelsea was the worst this episode i think she's also turning into her words not mine the cold-hearted bitch and you're starting to get some clues that she's not very well liked socially and so I didn't want to give it necessarily to any of the guys who were left because they're at least still around. And Chelsea did more to hurt her alliance or her spot in the game because of that, as well as Kim needing to clean up her mess. If you're the one in the alliance whose mess needs to be cleaned up, that's not good. So, Well, I'll just say my leave. And then you know, then we'll get to Josh yeah. and tiebreak if need be, just because this is a complicated, sure. confusing one. I had leave, you know, and we can't give it to Jay. To reminder, if you get voted out, you don't get best or worst. You can't win either. But I give it to Leaf because he gave up immunity when he was in a precarious situation. And then he and the rest of the men were not able to get on the same page. So with those two factors, I gave it to Leaf. So <laughs> this is a confusing mess. Josh, way in here. Uh, so between us, we had Troyzen and Kim as best. Who did you have for best? I had Kim with the giant question mark. Uh, because <laughs> it didn't really make sense to me. I... Uh, if I'm reading into past Josh's opinions, I it, it it feels like I couldn't really pick any of the guys. Sure. And while the girls splitting isn't good, it still worked technically. Yep. So I feel okay still giving it to Kim in this scenario. That's fair. All right. So Kim, we'll get we'll tiebreak to Kim. That's totally fine. I'm not gonna fight. I don't feel strongly about Troyzan at all. I was like, I, you could blow me over with a breeze on this one. <laughs> and then how about worst player? Uh, we had Chelsea and Leaf. So I didn't nail down a single person on this one. So I'm actually going to open this one up to a little bit extra of a discussion because there's someone, if not multiple people, at the bottom of this girl's alliance. And we are at how many people left? Nine? There's 10 left and then Jay's 10th place. So now we're down to nine. So you got to start thinking of, okay, who are my five or six people that I'm going to be going to the end with? And does it include all of these women? So for the people who are at the bottom of the women's alliance, you know, that might be your answer for who's the worst one. Yes. They split the vote and all that stuff, but then also it might not actually be the right move for them just in general. I think they're good in this episode because you got to get rid of Troyzan's idol and you got to get rid of Jay. So I think they're good here to make this move, but yeah, it is definitely something to think about who is, who is six in that group. It turns out it's cat. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point, though. And since I didn't actually like put uh, a good name down for worst, who am I choosing between Leaf and who? Chelsea. I'm going to give that one to Leaf. That's fair. <laughs> I, d- I didn't think that Chelsea was that weak. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe some social stuff, but she did win immunity, so I guess there's that. Yeah, and the girls got what they wanted. Yep. I don't love how they got there, but in the end, they, they, they succeeded. Oh. Results-oriented thinking a little bit, but you know, we're, we're working with bad players <laughs> you know, and, here. And, and, and bad, Chelsea bad, bad. did... Chelsea did also talk Leaf 
out of the challenge. Yes. So, you know, that's pretty fitting as well. Like, you, you, you there's almost a tiebreaker built into the episode. Yeah. So I, I'm okay with it. All right. Episode 10, I'm no dummy. Troyzan is going to fight with Alicia after Tribal Council. He's going to be very aggro for the rest of his time out here. For a moment, a little bit sexist. Yeah. Uh, don't love that from Troyzan. Yeah, I don't know a lot about, uh, don't know a ton about Troyzan's life pre, uh, prior to Survivor. If he, it would not surprise me at all if he is divorced and uh, the courts mo- gave some of his stuff to his ex-wife. That would not shock me at all with the way he was talking. Based based on the comments, because yep. wasn't it something to the effect of classic women, you know, you come in, you build them a nice home and make them real comfortable, and then they sweep you under the rug when they're done with you? So, something along... Yep. I, I am paraphrasing, but that is essentially the effect of the comments, which it's only been 10 years, but, like, still 10 years, it's not aged well. Yeah, it hasn't aged well. Um, Times have changed since then. Yeah. You gotta remember who let the women vote the men out. Yep. Troyzan, that was as much you as anybody. Yep. Self inflicted wounds here. Yes. So. You're projecting, uh, Troyzan? <laughs> you gotta stop doing that. We're gonna have the Survivor auction. Um, this was actually a pretty fun one because Tarzan doesn't want to spend any money. He wants to save the money so he can buy new shocks for his truck. <laughs> Priorities. Oh my God. <laughs> This is ridiculous. Eventually, he's going to spend it all to get a letter from home. No. All 500. All according to plan. (laughs) So there's an advantage. And Troyzan has been waiting for an advantage to pop up. And his plan is to spend all of his money on that. Cool. This is the the right move. I don't think we'll ever get an auction again. If it does show up, advantage or uh, anything, a clue to hit immunity, whatever. If it pops up, spend all 500 bucks on it. Is the last one we saw Worlds Apart? Uh, yes, I believe Worlds Apart was the last one. And it, almost the exact same thing happened, or I guess like the natural counter to this, because I think this is the third time maybe that an advantage of some kind has popped up in a Survivor auction. I don't know the exact number, but if you're truly dead set on getting Troyzan out tonight, someone needed to save their money to yep. buy an advantage. But here's the thing. There's three guys to vote out. It doesn't matter doesn't when matter. Troyzan goes and you have enough faith that you can beat him eventually and you'll vote him right out. So this is not a big deal. Here's what is a big deal. Troyzan's not going to immediately put 500 bucks down. He's put $320 down on an advantage. Go all in. Christina had the opportunity to jump in and take the whole thing from him. And then where is he? Oh, cool. You have, uh, what, uh, 180 bucks? Congrats. Can you buy some shocks? I don't know how much these shocks cost. No, you well maybe the you can maybe buy two shocks or mm-hmm. one shock, but you couldn't get them installed. So Troyzan should have just gone all in. Christina could have stolen from him. She doesn't. That would have been hilarious. Only goes up a little on him instead of going up all the way to five hundred. It's like, yeah, yeah. Troyzan ends up spending four twenty on the advantage. Is great. And it nice. still doesn't get him to go all the way to five hundred. Nope. No. He never goes all the way. <laughs> I do. He's rem- going to get. I do it. remember this too. My, the best part is that Christina ends up buying nothing, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know. She she didn't. I, I actually wrote that down in my notes. I said, LOL, Christina bids up Troyzan and gets nothing. <laughs> and maybe she bought something and they didn't put it in the episode. Maybe. But that, that, that always happens, but uh, who knows. So Troyzan's going to use this advantage to skip to the second round of the immunity challenge, and then he's going to go on to win. And I'm going to go ahead and throw this out as my nomination for most memorable moment of the season. Uh, Troyzan shouts, this is my island! Don't you F with me! And, you know, it's it's that meme of the person who gets third place in the Olympics, <laughs> and they just go off. <laughs> like, Except Troyzan yeah. actually won. Uh. <laughs> 
it's might be the most obnoxious immunity challenge celebration of all time. Maybe if there was Sheehan from All Stars. <laughs> I mean, we we also have the whole get on your knees thing. No individual immunity win. Individual oh, okay, immunity okay. Win. It it felt awkward and out of place. I almost feel like maybe if Troyzan. This sounds horrible, but like, what if he had like a more traditionally masculine voice? So it's like it's a deeper, like more guttural scream, just raw emotion, and not just "This is my island, get off my island." <laughs> well, this this feels like a reaction that you would have if you were the last remaining guy, and you just forced them to vote out one of their own. Like that. That's where this would fit in. Not when there's you know three three guys left, and they have. A pick at anyone else. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it, it's not great, but at the same time, I I also don't hate that Troyzan did it. One because it was funny for me as a viewer, and two, absolutely nothing is going to change anybody's mind about Troyzan at this point. I don't think. So. I think I think it, it is bad. He makes his position even worse because the girls hate him even more. Cat <laughs> does say something like, "Congratulations, you just lost nine jury votes" or something like yeah. that. It's like six, six jury votes. Or, yeah, oh, the six women are like, yeah, screw you. And I, I do think there's a, you know, he could still win, but he definitely hurt his spot. You just have to not be mean, and yeah, I, this crosses the line a little bit. Yeah, he's a jackass, and he don't do that. <laughs> I'm not a huge Troy Zan fan. I'll be honest, not my favorite. I like him in small doses. <laughs> so Kim and Chelsea, they don't want to rock the boat, do any crazy, and vote out a girl. So it's between Tarzan and Leaf. Okay, Troy Zan, he's going to try and get Leaf. Tarzan, Alicia, and Christina to join him and to take out Kim. Do it! This is the time. You have to get rid of Kim. She's got to go. Blindside her with that idol in her pocket. She is off the board. She is far and away the most dangerous player in the game. You still have the numbers with the women. Or you could just align with yourselves with Alicia, uh, Alicia and Christina. They can align themselves with Tarzan and Leaf. These are the four bottom feeders on the who can win the game. The goats. This is perfect. We, we we do need the goat army to rise here. Goat army needs um, to assemble. And one thing people should remember is Troyzan is dropping his stock right now by irritating people. Maybe now's a good time to string him along for a little while. You can still vote him out yeah. eventually, but at least flush Kim's idol. Like, make a play for Kim. She might play her idol and knock somebody out. Oh, well. Take another crack at it when she doesn't have one of those in her pocket. But, you know, try and keep it a secret. I just don't trust any of the players sure. at the bottom of this particular group to keep a secret. We're asking a lot from these Yes, <laughs> we're asking for game theory from broken Monopoly pieces. This isn't, <laughs> is not really going to work. But this is the right move. Take out Kim. Yeah, we, ha- we have nine people now. The women have a clear numbers advantage. Now's the time to, to know where you are. Make a move. Get a good five together. You guys mentioned it. Get those four and then toss Troyzan in there and you're good to go. We're going to go to Tribal Council. Sabrina and Chelsea and Troy's, and I'll get into it. It's dumb. It's going to be four votes for Leaf, three votes for Tarzan, two votes for Kim. Tarzan joined the women to do the split vote. This is a terrible move, especially for Christina and Tarzan. This is the place to take a chance. And especially for Christina and Tarzan, because their best shot was to go against Leaf. Like, the the best optimal thing for those three is to go together, and now Leaf's out of the game. I don't think either of them are going to win anyway, but now they have to go with Alicia, and Alicia would probably beat both of them even more handily. The gap's a little wider. Yep. We really start to learn more and more that nobody likes Christina. Should have been Kim. Including the audience. And, and the thing is, is like, yeah, it's it's a it's a tough road ahead for Christina, and, and honestly, even Alicia at this point, right? Yep. But if Christina spearheads the, the GOAT army to synthesize and take out Kim. Congratulations, that's a big move. And like it is possible for Christina to come alive sure. and win. Anyone starting can here. Do it. 
I don't think that Tarzan could. Like, if Tarzan spearheads this, I do still think that Christina would end up winning in that situation. Regardless, you needed something from the people who are on the bottom here to at least take a shot at those in power. And it all speaks to Kim's social game. She's just, everyone likes her too much. Yep. For best player, I had Kim. She didn't go home. <laughs> she didn't engage with Troy Zan as much as some of the other women did. She came up with a split vote plan. I had Kim. So despite the bad optics, I still had Troy Zan as best player because he was going home. He saved his money. He somehow was able to get the advantage, even though he didn't spend all 500. Uh, and that he, alone prevents me from giving it to him. Well, he didn't spend but, the 500. But like, he was playing against Christina. Like This is a bad move by Christina and not a good one by Troy Zan. Or like, not, not a bad move by Troy Zan. It's a bad move by Christina. It's a bad move by both of them. Um, he still got the advantage and used it. One stayed in the game and tried to put something together. Ultimately, though, if you save yourself, that bumps you up really high within episode and with nothing else changing. I, I'm, I'm keeping with Troy Zan. I don't agree with that one at all, but Josh. I'm sorry, Ryan. <laughs> he he may have won immunity, but at what cost? He burns so many bridges in this episode. I don't know how in your guys' right mind you can give him best. In that moment, but do you think if he makes it to the end that that one moment is going to stick with people enough to change jury votes? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, some of them, yeah. If Troyzan makes it to the end with two girls, the guys outnumber the girls on the jury, and I still think that Troyzan has a fairly good chance to win as the underdog from the original Monona. He can absolutely win, but he's lost some votes, which he could potentially win back. Doubt. Um, I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Big doubt. It's not I'm impossible. Just saying, like over celebrating for winning one challenge is not enough to like give you. But it's not just that he argued with Alicia at the very beginning of the episode. Oh, arguing with Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> not a good look. Uh, anyway, I think you're both super, super wrong on this one for uh, having uh, Troy Zan as best player of the episode. Don't get me wrong. I don't feel good about it. But you shouldn't. It's... My, my, my last word on it is Troy Zan undoubtedly goes home if he doesn't win immunity. That's a 0% chance to win the game. He won. So he still has he a measurable chance to win the game. One good thing and a lot of bad things. <laughs> it's uh, a pretty darn important good thing. Yes, but everything else in this episode is bad. It's, he got the oh, advantage at the at the at the auction. Yeah, but he shouldn't have. He did. He played it so badly. You're rewarding him for bad behavior. I'm rewarding him for results. It's like fantasy football when you're on like the ten yard line and you have like an eighty yard run all the way down, but then you fumble on the goal line. It's like okay, you still got like six points off of that. I agree. You could have you could have gotten the touchdown. But you fumbled. But hey, you still got six points for fantasy. In our stupid league, you also get half point for a first down. Uh, worst player is uh, Christina. She didn't stop Troy Zane from getting the advantage, and uh, she didn't flip on Kim. It's 100% Christina. It's exactly what I had. You know, you can look at anyone else who's in, like, the lower half of the Women's Alliance, but I do think Christina had the most to lose by continuing with the status quo. So I agree it's Christina. Yeah, past Josh had Christina, too. Good. Well, at least we agree about something around these parts. <laughs> Episode 11 is Never Say Die. This is the Goonies. Tarzan tells us that his plan was to work with the women to avoid being a target. And it's working pretty well for himself. Like we mentioned, it's going to get him further in the game, so I got to get him the win, which is what we're here for. So forever and a day ago, I don't remember what season it was. It was season 12 where I said this was the last Coconut Chop Burn Book Challenge we will ever get, and I was so goddamn wrong. It was a long time ago. Like, you weren't, you weren't even, like, half close enough. No, to be fair, it was the last <laughs> memorable one because the rest of them have all been nothing burgers. And I, I do think that's kind of the case here, too, because we're going to get the final 
Coconut Chop Burn Book Challenge. This, this is the last time we're going to get it through 42 seasons of Survivor. Maybe he came back in season 43. This is like the third time Ryan has said it's the final No, one, no, so. no, 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 no. This is the second time <laughs> I said it because after the first time I looked it up, realized because I realized I was wrong and I checked. This is the second time I have said it, and I'm correct this time. Confirmed. <laughs> this is we'll still see. my favorite ongoing and now, I guess, former trope of the podcast yep. is, when's the next burn book? And I was so happy. To, I, I messaged them in all caps, burn book, coconut, chop alert. <laughs> this is the last one, and you guys should be happy because it is a reward challenge. Yes, I, and I did start. Uh, I did watch this season since I since I watched this season earlier in the year last year. Like we had already gone through this entire thing, basically with the coconut chop and everything. So I did write down in my notes, "coconut chop" <laughs> in all all caps exclamation points. And by the way, what a great appropriate time for a coconut chop. Yep, because there's still time for the the the, the lessers in the majority alliance to make a move. There there are ways to maneuver. Christina should open her eyes because uh, she's going to get absolutely dunked on here. Yeah, I mean, Troyzan's out first, yep. obviously. Like, one, two, three, gone. But all the burns go to either Troyzan, obviously, or Christina. Yep. Christina needs to make a move, but she, uh, Christina is bottom two worst strategic player all time, along with Leaf. She's proving it time and again. I have to commend her on her ability not to care. Yep. There is a certain level of like admiration to be, to be so thick-skinned that people can say that you don't deserve anything good to happen to you, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, well, you know. It's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> it's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> so Kim is going to win, and she's going to take Alicia and Chelsea on reward. Kat gets really pissed about this. Yep, I do think this is a mistake for Kim. Yep. Like I said, Kim does not play a perfect game. Yep. This is one of the very few holes in her game. And I think Kim has said this was her worst move. And she also, she immediately comes back from the reward and says, yeah, that was a bad move. It's the first time that I stepped outside of the game and I shouldn't have done that. And that's part of the reason why Kim is so great is she, she realizes quickly when she does make a mistake and she fixes it. Yes. And that's huge. You're not going to play a perfect game, especially on your first time. You're just not. So the ability to recognize mistakes and fix them is just huge. And, and Kim's one of the best at that. Yeah, don't don't win this. I don't know if we're ever going to get it again. Don't win it. <laughs> Even if you don't have a ton of choice in the matter? Like, because you only have so much power in the coconut chop. Throw every answer. Don't yeah, get anything you, right. Right. Don't chop anyone's rope. And if you're going to win out of attrition, at least you didn't chop anybody. My favorite one, I think Rob Sushino did this when he did the, the, the burn book one, is who do you trust with your life? And he put himself up. <laughs> I mean, he didn't get the point right. He ended up winning the challenge. Uh, but I think it was for immunity, so it's fine. But he's like, yeah, <laughs> that's what you be. So if it's something like that, you put yourself in. Generally, put yourself as the answer. I think that's the best way to go because it'll probably be funny. Yeah, I, I can't wait for this to be back in season forty-three. And that'd be great. And we're all clueless because we're recording this out of order. Yep, that, that would be great. I'd take a burn book again. Hell yeah, I, I love the burn book. I just think people know how to play it. Yeah. So Troy's in. He he goes to work on Cat. Basically, he's like, yeah, you're a follower. Everyone thinks you're a follower. You're not gonna win. Cat, you got to make a move, and it's going to really get to Cat. He's also right. It, it strikes an emotional chord with her because she starts crying. Yep. And she's mad at Troyzan, but she's not mad at Troyzan because he said something mean. He's She's mad because he's right. Yeah, she's mad because she's afraid it's true, which it is. Sabrina's going to do some major damage to him. She's like, no, that's not what's going on here. Kim did not take us because she trusts the two of us the most. It's pretty good from Sabrina. I don't know how well it works, but it's like, damn. It's, it's an attempted recovery. Good attempt. It's well, and that's attempt. the way that's 
it, it's supposed to work is that you leave the people who you trust back at camp. Yep, that's what you're supposed to do. Kim is also going to win immunity. So her plan is to throw two votes on Christina in case of an idol um, and knock out Troyzan. And it is kind of funny when at the immunity challenge when Troyzan gets knocked out because it's like single elimination. And it's by Tarzan. Yeah, Tarzan knocks him out. He's in the, out in the first round of a uh, tournament style. And he's just, he doesn't even watch the rest of the challenge. He just like sadly stares out at the ocean. So <laughs> I have gone on vacation with Ryan before. And there is a moment where he stood arms out facing the ocean breeze. Just staring having, at the moon. Staring at the moon, having the time of his life. This was not that. It was Troyzan. The opposite. Uh, staring at the sun, away from all good things, just being totally dejected and pissed off and angry. But it still made me think of Ryan <laughs> staring into the nighttime ocean breeze in Cabo. <laughs> and Ryan's just in pure bliss. Just yeah, literally the opposite. <laughs> Some people we were hanging out with, is he okay? And Josh and I are like, yeah, he's having the time of his life. <laughs> I may have been a little drunk. Yes. <laughs> had, had some happy juice. Yes. It's definitely possible. But anyway, Kim's plan is like, hey, we're going to vote out Troyzan. We're going to throw two votes on Christina just in case of an idol. Why not throw two on Tarzan? The, the other guy here. Like, who's going to be offended about that? Not Tarzan. He'll get it. Yeah. I don't... I mean, granted, Christina's not going to care either, but, like, still. What's, what's really frustrating to me is I, I like the fact that Troyzan is thinking of options, and he's trying to figure out which one is the best for him. But Christina came to him and said, let's formulate a plot. Yeah, yeah, that, that's going to happen in a second here. So, like, why, why turn on Christina? Yeah, and I'm sorry weird. if I'm a little bit of a head, but... Because Sabrina's going to tell Christina, like, hey, you're the back of boat. Don't worry about it. You're good. And by the way, this is a big mistake Huge, by Sabrina. Terrible move, terrible. So, like, Sabrina did a good job to make Kat feel better, but then she turns around and is like, hey, just so you know, you're the backup plan if Troyzan has an idol. It's like, but yeah, Tarzan's here. This is stupid. Why isn't it Tarzan? Christina's going to go to Troyzan and, like, tell him, like, hey, I'm the back of boat. Troyzan's like, really? <laughs> well, 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 Uh-oh. this is kind of interesting. So his plan, and this is pretty clever. It doesn't, that's not going to work, but I like it. He wants to convince Christina to go after Chelsea, just like to get her vote off the board. And then he's going to try and get as many people as possible to throw votes on Christina, knock her out of the game in the, in the split instead of him. God, this would have been so funny if it had worked. Because it would have been 5-2-1. and one. I, I don't know what the split would have been in this one, but it would have been just taking Christina off the board. Basically, she votes herself out. Yeah, basically, is what if if this had worked, that's what would have happened. It's almost like the uh, heroes versus villains. Yeah, one. it's almost like the, what happened to Tyson. Yeah, that would have been really funny. It's not going to happen. What is going to happen is going to be four votes for Troyzan, three votes for Christina, because uh, the two were sent to vote for her, and then Troyzan lumped on. Christina does vote for Chelsea. <laughs> if he got one more person to flip, it would have worked. Christina looks like just this massive moron. Alicia has a confessional. Alicia is a special ed teacher, and she's like, I treat her kind of like I treat my students. Oh, boy. Yep. Big yikes. I I wrote down one word. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Not acceptable. 100% not. And it kind of comes out of nowhere, too. And it's... It's gross. It's treated as a throwaway in the edit because it's in confessional. But as a viewer, it was not throwaway for me. And I was like, that's gross. And it wasn't for anybody else. She got so much backlash for that. They, she, she almost got fired. And I honestly think she should have gotten fired. It, it would have made plenty of sense. That's, that's terrible. That's unacceptable behavior. Well, I mean, it's, it makes complete sense, too. Like, the fact that in the pre-merge, her and Colton got along so well. And yep. he had also so many of those comments that were in confessionals. Yep. To where it, you know that it was strictly just to the camera 
Is this surprising? Sadly, no, nope. not really. No, I mean, Alicia saying something inflammatory, that's not news. Uh, crossing the line, it doesn't surprise me, but it is news. Yep. Uh, so, it's not good. man, you got to be careful about that. I, I don't care how malnourished you are. You need to think about how these optics are going yep. to uh, pan out for you when you come back to the real world. Not okay. Anyway, the right move here would probably have been to split up Kim and Chelsea, because Troy Zan, he's just making himself less and less of a threat. Like, yeah, he's dangerous, but less of a threat to win. Kim and Chelsea, they're, they're like JT and Steve, and they, they have this game under lock and key. Split them up. You know, maybe knock out Chelsea or something like that. I don't know. Get, get rid of one of them. Do they know that, though? Or is their perception just way off? Well, and that's the thing. Their perception is way off. Be more perceptive. Be better. <laughs> I, I suppose. I want people to play better. So there's Kim had immunity. Obviously, they can't vote for Kim. I think you get rid of her right-hand woman, and that's Chelsea. Because Sabrina, she's also a big threat, but Sabrina is terrible at the challenges. So Chelsea's good at the challenges. And, and they would have needed five votes to do it. So it would have been Troyzan, Tarzan, Christina, and then I think you could have made a play for Kat. And Alicia. And Alicia. Yep. So like the, the numbers are there. I think Alicia would have been a tougher sell. Yep. But at least you could push it to a tie, and then maybe something happens in the revote because we're going to understand here soon that Alicia feels like she has some power, like she has some people in her pocket, and how does she play with that power? You could have probably played to her ego a little bit. Like, hey, this is your chance to become the dominant force in the game. Take out a Chelsea. Kim, Chelsea, and Sabrina have this game locked up. They are the final three. They got to break it up. You got to. So they're not going to. So I think Chelsea probably would have been the best move here. But, you know, Sabrina would have been fine too. But, yeah, not going to happen. Derek, who do you have for best player of the episode? I actually have Chelsea because she's in the top three. And then Kim obviously made the mistake with her picks for the reward challenge. And uh, Sabrina made a mistake by telling Christina that she was the throwaway when Tarzan was literally right there to use as a decoy. Derek, how did you steal my notes? That's literally what I have. <laughs> Every once in a while, we were simpatico. Yeah, it's uh, Chelsea. It, it's not good for podcasting, but <laughs> it works for the friendship. Josh? Sure, let's go with that. I what did you it. have? What did past Josh have? I, I, I left. I said none. I don't oh. know why. Past Josh? A- apparently, apparently, I was okay with just everyone going for Troy Sand here and a weird vote as well, which doesn't really make sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> How about worst player, Derek? So this one was really, really odd for me because... The person who is proposing the counterattack is is, is Troyzan, right? Christina brought a proposition to Troyzan, but Troyzan's like, no, nah, I don't really want to work with Christina on Chelsea, which was the right move. So, you know, Christina's got the right idea for the counterattack, but Troyzan's the one who's mobilizing it. Either way, you need some kind of counterattack against this women's alliance. And right now, you need Troyzan and probably Tarzan to do that. So whoever didn't flip to vote to Christina, I have as on the block for being the worst. So for that, we know that they talked to Kat and she didn't flip. I don't think they ever explicitly said that they talked to Alicia about this. And if, if they did, we didn't get it in the edit. So I had Kat as the worst because the people who are in the bottom part of the Women's Alliance need to do something now or they're in trouble. I would have considered Troyzan for not using Christina as a vote and targeting a Chelsea. He's obviously gone. We can't do that. The only person I knew about was Kat. So I ended with Kat, but you could convince me for Kat or Alicia or, or even Christina to a certain extent. Any of those three. That's the direction I went with Christina. I thought she gave up too, too much information to Troyzan. She didn't have to say she was the backup vote. Like, Troyzan's like, I just got to figure out who their backup vote is. Christina's like, it's me. You didn't need to say that. And she didn't, like, create a good enough plan to vote out Chelsea. Her plan was literally, yeah, you and I will vote for Chelsea. Math. 
Math. It's not enough. <laughs> this is some Chanel stuff. Let's go. And she looked really bad in front of the jury in this episode. It was not a great look. So I had Christina. Yeah, and I'm I'm not gonna fight. I'm not gonna fight that too badly. But Josh, what Josh has to say. Yeah, it's almost like. So so past Josh said cat. It's almost like I went with that because I actually have some expectation for her. <laughs> That's fair. Whereas I don't have any expectation for Christina. Yeah. Not like I, this isn't a, you know, classic Derek ungradable situation. Right. It's just the way that I graded it was it maybe a little bit different then because of that. Well, and, and my tiebreaker between someone like a Christina and a cat is at least Christina woke up and was like, wait, sure. Why am I the backup vote when Tarzan is still here? That is nonsense. So like, Granted, she should have known two episodes ago, <laughs> but like at least she did something and, and she took action and, you know, she did put pen to paper and yeah, she looked really stupid because she was the only vote for Chelsea, but at least she did something. Kat voted for the status quo, which decreases her odds to win at yep. this point. She's going next. Uh, so. so that's, that's why I said Kat. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll stay confident with my original cat pick. Yeah, I, I got I got no problems with that. I really don't. I think you guys made a very good argument for why it should be cat. Woo! Troyzan is going to play Gendy. We want to see it. Not really. I mean, there's enough there. If I saw him again in the right circumstance, I'd be like, hey, it's Troyzan. But I, I don't need to see him again. I, there are other people on this season I would rather see that haven't played again. So, no. Of the men on this season... I guess maybe the highest, but that that's a very low hurdle to clear. I guess put you Jonas know. and Matt above him. I'm, I mean, not not Matt for no, me. No, I'll put I, Matt like, above him. <laughs> he uh, didn't. Tur- he didn't give up immunity. Maybe Jay because Jay sure. was sane, sane man for a while, and like, oh no, you got tricked by Kim again. Anybody and everybody can get tricked by Kim. I think so. Maybe Jay and then Troyzan, but I, I don't need to see him. Josh. You know, generally, I'm I'm okay with Troyzan. I, I feel like I'm a little bit higher than just, like, meh on him. I'm definitely not, like, banging the table like he's winning the challenge uh, <laughs> to, to bring him back or anything. But, yeah, I'm, I'm good with him coming back. I'd like to see how he would do when he's not on a low IQ tribe. <laughs> so yeah. just, just to see how it works out. He's a much less likable version of Stephanie LaGrosa. Like the the last one standing on a tribe that got absolutely decimated due to just complete ineptitude. Do you get a second chance for that? <laughs> it's up to up to other people, I guess. I'm slightly below meh on Troyzan. I I'm with Ryan. Slightly below meh. I'm good. I don't need to see him again. Plenty of people I'd rather see. Like he's not terrible, but there's just some. I you know. I, and maybe least... he just seems better because of the season that he's on. Sure. I don't know. I, I think it's worse because of the season that he's on. Episode 12, it's going to be chaos. We're going to get the loved ones reward challenge. Basically, everyone agrees Christina and Tarzan need to be taken on this reward. Christina's dad doesn't have too many years left. He's got some sort of kidney thing. Yeah, I believe he just had a transplant and they were estimating five to ten years. This is a really big deal. Yeah, he doesn't have a ton of time left. And then Tarzan is obviously much older. He doesn't have a ton of time left. You know, he's still alive as as we're recording. Um, But he's just like... Hey, can you just keep me around until the loved ones? Yep. We, we mentioned it earlier in the podcast. We suspect he said, just keep me to the loved ones. Is it you can vote me out? I know I'm not going to win. Yeah. Just keep me because that would be an unforgettable moment with my wife. But he's in his 60s at time of play. So the older guy. So basically it's like, yeah, we're going to take these two. That's what's going to happen. Uh, Kat's going to win and she's going to take Kim and Alicia because she wants to just get drunk and have fun with them. Yep. Everyone is livid with Kat. 
this is a bad look, and this is the start of the the best episode of the season, the epic cat downfall episode, which is a very very funny episode. Yeah, the only note that I wrote for this se- or for this uh, episode was, "Oh, cat, no, no, no." <laughs> <laughs> She does not have nine lives. Uh, bears repeating. Don't win the loved ones visit. Don't win the loved ones visit. You know, maybe what you could have done is let Tarzan or Christina win. Yep. And then they pick whichever one didn't win, and then they get to maybe pick you. Congratulations. Don't win this one. Or just pick Tarzan and Christina. It's yeah, right, fun. right. It's it's easy. So Kim, Kat, and Alicia on the reward. They're talk. They're gonna. They they want to vote out Sabrina next because she's a big threat. She's smart. She's well spoken. She's a good player. You know, I think Serena gets unfairly overlooked just because she's on the same season as Kim. Oh, 100% agreed. I, and I think Kim articulates this to her sister a little bit, saying, my best bet might be to go to the end with Kat and Alicia because they've ticked a lot of people off and rubbed people the wrong way. I'm getting blamed for a lot of who's on the jury. Maybe I need to go with them if if they're bitter. Yeah. You know? So it, it's good thought. I'm glad she's having these, these thought exercises. Discussing her options. Yes. Sabrina, Tarzan, Christina, and Chelsea, they're all back at camp. They're pissed. And they want to take Kat out because she's selfish and does not deserve to go to the end. Plus, uh, some of them suspect that the guys get along fairly well with Kat because, you know, she, she. none of them are really mad at... None of the guys are really mad at Kat. Kat wasn't the one who screwed them over. The, I, 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 that's how the way they see it. So they're afraid that she might get some which I think is fair. I think people like maybe like Jay and Mike like Kat a lot. So. It's kind of removing the X factor for uh, jury votes for the women's alliance. So I'm I'm not opposed to getting rid of Kat here or next or just in general. So at the immunity challenge, Sabrina is the very first one out, even before Tarzan. And it's a bit of an endurance challenge. And it comes down to Kim and Kat. And they really duke it out. Kim wins. Cat throws a little bit of a tantrum, hissy fit. Yeah. It's not Aussie levels of a tantrum, but it's it's definitely a little hissy fit. She did not throw the people's knee into a plywood backboard, but she was just like, frickin' A, I can't believe you wouldn't even just let me win one. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Yeah. Cat, play better. Yeah, exactly. Did, didn't you earlier in the season claim that you were athletic? <laughs> Why don't you prove it? <laughs> showed, the, showed the age a little bit here. Yeah, she's 22 and, immature, and an immature 22. Yeah, 22 isn't even that young. Real. I mean, like, it's it's young, but it's not like she's 19. We're going to talk about this at, in the final trouble council. I think it explains a lot when she gives her jury speech. We get a little bit more context to, to color in the, the lines. Yeah, and I think it makes a lot of sense. So everybody's like, wow, Sabrina sucks at these challenges. She's not really much of a threat, is she? Not physically. She's still a threat. But Kat, she's pretty dang good at that challenge. Maybe maybe we should take out her. And everybody gets on board except Kim. Kim's like, I don't want to take Kat out. I want to, I want to take Kat at the end. But Kim is going to realize, yeah, everyone else wants Kat out. We, it's got to be Kat. Can't do anything. Can't save her. Tribal Council, we spend the whole time just dunking on Kat. But she is going to say at one point, you know, I'm excited. You know, blindsides might happen. And blindsides are always fun and exciting. Six votes Kat, one vote Sabrina. Oh, <laughs> and she just has this amazing uh, uh, final words about getting voted out. She's like, I voted out before Christina and Tarzan. I'm going to go beg Jeff to let me play again. Uh, it's great. And apparently it worked. Apparently it worked. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. I do think this is the wrong move. I think Sabrina or Chelsea would have been better just because they're bigger threats overall than Kat. But it's hilarious. Well, I was going <laughs> to say, like, lest we forget that Tarzan, Kat, Alicia, and Christina are all still here. You can still make a move against the power three. Take out Sabrina. And they and they don't. You, know, you take, out, take out Chelsea. Sure. Anyone who doesn't have the necklace around their neck right now is fair game of those three. Cool. 
Yep. This is this is the wrong move. It was fun. It was great. This is the best episode of the season. This is a, the wrong move. Yes. And and the whole argument of it being a woman even doesn't really matter anymore either. So it's like, oh, well, at least it was a woman. No. No, no. It, it doesn't matter because the guy is Tarzan. Yeah. <laughs> He's ver- almost, not quite, but almost a non-factor. And you did say that you're, uh, I know you said Alicia, oh, Alicia and Christina. I'm assuming it's still the bomb three here. Yeah, at this point, it's Alicia, Christina, and Tarzan. So, like, but now it's going to be a three versus three going into the next episode when they, you could have used Kat to help take down Sabrina. The best player, I had Kim. She won immunity, realized she didn't have the numbers, and just went along with a Kat vote. It, it, it's fine for her because Kim can go to the end with anybody and win. So, it, it, she doesn't need Kat to win. So, I had Kim. I had Kim and Chelsea both written down. I never really made a hard decision. I almost wanted you to make it for me. Kim won immunity. And Kim won immunity. So I'm fine with that being the tiebreaker. I think I wrote down Chelsea because I felt like she should have been the one going here. And and that was based on the talk that Sabrina's not really much of a threat. Sure. So, like, you know, Chelsea's kind of the next one up to be targeted by this minority alliance that's not materializing in any important way. So I, I think Kim is as good an answer as any. There wasn't a lot of bright play this episode, so you know I don't feel great about it, but yeah, Kim is fine. Josh? I also had Kim. Spoiler alert, I have Kim the rest of the season. Yeah, I think I might too. Uh, for worst player, I had Alicia. She needs to take out Chelsea Sabrina here. Kat was loyal to Alicia. They were pretty close. I think Kat going home hurts Alicia the most. I actually wrote, Alicia, she needs Kat right now. And I think even to win, she needs Christina and Kat and Tarzan to go to Final Four. And that just guarantees that whoever she goes to the end with, at least she's got a fighting chance. So this was a real big step down for Alicia. And I think it's her her self-delusions that have her thinking that she's competitive with the Sabrinas and the Kims and the Chelseas of the world when she is, in fact, nowhere near their level. Yeah, and I think that's what almost gives Kim the win is Alicia's delusions. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Because is it this episode or was it the next one where she's like, I have power right it's now? It's the next episode. Okay. Yeah, I also had Alicia. She doesn't lose it here, but she's so close. Yeah. And yeah, like like you said, she she not only does she think that she's at the same like competitive level as those other girls, but she thinks that she's in like the close three. It doesn't come up until the finale, but... She's going to say that she thinks it's going to be her, I think, Christina and Kim yep. in the final three. When that's not in, that's not the case. <laughs> and even if it was, that's a terrible final three yeah, for her. Why does yeah, she right? want? Why do you want I mean, you're gonna that? Get second. Everyone wants to go to the end with Kim. It's insane. I think she'd tie for second with zero votes. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's <laughs> a fair point. Oh, God. At least in Christina tying with zero votes would be hilarious. Yeah, it, it, it honestly would be. Sweet justice, uh, especially when she actually goes out. She ends up saying, they took me out because I'm such a big threat. <laughs> Gosh, we need to save these moments for later. <laughs> so Kat is going to play again. Her begging to Jeff did work. Do we want to see Kat come back? No, no. I mean, bring her back when she's in her early 30s in a different phase of her life, I think. And then I'll be like, hey, you know, it's kind of nice to see you. Let's like, let's see where it goes. Because, you know, when you're 22 or, you know, you're really young, I'm kind of interested if you get far enough in the game. Like, how are you when you're just a little bit more life experienced? But 
knowing when she comes back is sort of lending to my answer as like not yet it it wasn't time it's going to be in a year and a half from Ex- this moment exactly so i and also like no rather than have someone like her come back again there are other people from this season i would rather see back over over cat she's pretty low and she annoyed me all the way up until final tribal she wins me back a little sure. bit and that's the only reason i'm saying like i would be okay sometime in the far away future josh nah i'm good so interestingly for me i think one thing I, I on this rewatch is my appreciation for, I would say, both Cat and Tarzan grew. And I would say more so for Cat. I, I, I did appreciate the funny moments with Cat. I didn't find her as annoying this time around. And I, I loved this episode. This is by far the best episode of the season. And, and her final Tribal Council speech really, really wins me over. It's very emotional. So I, I'm not like, rah, rah, let's go Cat, bring her back. I'd be more interested when she's older, for sure. It's more of like, oh, Cat's back. Yeah, she was fine on One World. She was she was better than average One World contestant. Yeah, sure. Why not? So, uh, like, a, a, a slightly sure. Slightly sure. Slightly sure. That's kind of where I'm at with Kat. Sounds super confident, Ryan. Um, but uh, my appreciation for her went up probably more than anybody else on this season, I would say, on this rewatch. Episode 13, it's human nature. Tarzan talks to both Kim and Alicia about going to the Final Four with Christina and then tells them both separately that... Uh, when you guys vote me out at the Final Four, I'll campaign for you on the jury. So he's really playing both sides here. This is where Tarzan kind of comes to life strategically. Granted, he's going to get voted out here because he comes to life and tries to make some moves. But, uh, you know, I can, this is where I appreciate Tarzan. It's like, oh, he is playing the game a little bit. It, not a complete zero. And yep. he also, his social game is pretty abysmal. Yep. Like, on, like, he has his moments where it's like, oh, Tarzan. But then it's just like, oh. Tarzan. Tarzan. <laughs> Young Tarzan, I think, would have been pretty good at Survivor. I think he's just a grumpy old man now, and that's not great. Yeah, old man shakes fist at Cloud. Yeah. He's Grandpa Simpson, basically. <laughs> so uh, That means Derek is uh, future Grandpa Simpson as well. <laughs> Back in my day, we had a yellow onion strapped to our belts. It's called a toonie because of the war. What? <laughs> <laughs> It would really help if I ever watched Simpsons. See, I started watching The Simpsons, so I get some of these references now. Congrats. I wasn't allowed to watch it when I was a kid. So Chelsea tells Christina she is going to take her on reward. And basically, she's trying to make sure Christina's not going to turn on the Alliance. Christina then goes and tells this entire conversation to Alicia, Kim, and Tarzan. And Kim then's like, hey, Chelsea, remember that conversation you had with Christina? Yeah, she told everyone. So, uh, yeah, I can't trust Christina. What? I appreciate the effort from Chelsea, but uh, yeah, you can't trust Christina. Christina does like two things this season and manages to kind of muck up both of them. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> the you know, she did have the one good move earlier where she it was like, "Hey, Alicia actually has some bonds yep. with other women. I don't, so keep me." And that was just her telling the truth. It wasn't yep. her making a move. It was using her words. <laughs> Chelsea's gonna have winning reward. She's gonna bring Kim and Sabrina on it. Come on. That's the thing everyone's scared of, that it's the three of you, and you're just going to, like, show all of your cards. Like, I don't think anybody's mad about picking Sabrina because she hasn't been on any rewards yet, but taking Kim, are you kidding me? Leave her behind and let her do damage control. This is so bad. Oh, God. It's amazing that it doesn't kill them. I mean, it, it, it should. Number Numbers-wise, it can't really. And, and And what's insane is that it's three to three at this point, and Kim still has her idol, so there's not a lot that Tarzan and co can do unless they have one of those three break rank. It's possible. You still need to try Christina. We'll get to that, but it it is so precarious with Kim's idol still out there. 
Chelsea showed up, just bought a leash and Christina with it, called it good. <laughs> Easy. And then Kim and Sabrina can babysit Tarzan. Yes. Easy peasy. Alicia and Christina are pissed, obviously, and they and Tarzan, they're gonna their plan is because they believe they're all in alliance with Kim, because Kim has played everybody against each other pretty much. Plan is to grab Kim, they're gonna take out Chelsea, and they're gonna be like, All right, if Kim does not agree to this, we'll take her out instead. This way we'll really know, we'll truly know where Kim stands. And I think this is the closest Kim is into any real danger this season. The only moment. And again, she has an idol. Yep. And doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. The next day, Alicia and Tarzan get into a big stupid fight about cooking rice. Come on. Get your crap what together. What is this, day five? Like, <laughs> Tarzan, you're trying to put together, put together like this coalescence to take out people who are in the alliance of the people that you're coalescing with. You can't fight about the crispy. I, I know that's not what the fight was yeah. about, but like it's essentially the same fight. Stop. We are in the end game. There are more important things going on. Fight about the crispy in the pre-merge with somebody that everybody wants to vote out. Don't don't fight about crispy now. So Kim is going to go to Alicia because she realizes it's like, I got to do damage control. And she's going to basically convince Alicia that Tarzan is playing both of them against each other, which he kind of is trying to do. She uses Kim Tarzan's actual words against him. And Alicia's like, oh my God, I almost got played by Tarzan. No, Alicia... You weren't gonna. You weren't getting played by Tarzan. You're getting played by Kim. You're getting played by Kim right now in real time. And to add fuel to the fire, I believe Christina's gonna walk over as well, and they're gonna do the same thing. Did Tarzan say this to you? Oh my gosh, he said the same thing to me. And it just turns into this like little congregation where they're like lighting off fireworks that are like, "We hate Tarzan. Men must die." <laughs> So now it's everyone against Tarzan. Alicia's going to win immunity. It's either going to be Chelsea or Tarzan here. Kim tells Chelsea, like, hey, they kind of want you out. I'm doing my best to fight for you. I'm going to do my best. I don't know if I can, but I'm, I'm trying. And then in confession, she's like, I'll let Chelsea go if I have to. I don't want to, but I will. Because she knows she beats everybody. Yeah, exactly. Tribal Council, five votes for Tarzan, one vote for Chelsea. Stupid. Honestly, split the votes between Kim and Chelsea. But honestly, in actuality, the, the right move here, just... Just go for Kim. I hope she doesn't play her idol. Yes. And they don't even know she has an idol. You, you I need, mean, you need enough people in order to do that. But Yeah. Realistically, you get a 3-3 split. I do think maybe Sabrina should join them and split between Kim and Chelsea. Like, optimally, that would be the best move. Like, if you are in the, like, the minority three, Alicia, Christina, and Tarzan, just target Kim and give Chelsea and Sabrina the opportunity to behead Kim in the revote. So uh, ultimately, I, I do think the optimal would have been a split between Kim and Chelsea. I don't think that would happen realistically. So just knock out Chelsea. Yep. Ultimately, I think is the right move. Tarzan should not have gone out here. Yeah, and if you go to Rocks, you go to Rocks. Who knows? You go to Rocks. Exactly. Maybe maybe one of the top three girls doesn't want to put their final three chances. I think Kim would flip. I think Kim would flip on Chelsea there. I do. Derek, who's your best player of the episode? I had Kim because she had options. She's willing to cut. Uh, Chelsea away and yeah there's a lot of ineptitude going on with everybody else but she wasn't part of it and she didn't pick uh, Sabrina and Chelsea to go on reward with her she was picked to go on reward you can't really do anything about that the other thing I really liked is she told Chelsea like hey I'm trying to save you I don't know if I can and she also was able to basically turn Christina and Alicia against Tarzan like in that moment on the beach which is just this prolonged cut of her just being like oh you too I can't believe Tarzan is playing all of us it's Kim what a guy yeah Worst player? It's Alicia, because she got duped, and this was her chance to keep some power, throw some votes on Kim or, or Chelsea or, like, anybody. You know, she had immunity. She had the necklace. You could have done something. Status quo. Bad move. Bad move. 
She also had that fight with Tarzan. Yep. Not great. Yep. And then another thing to note, with Tarzan going out here, she can no longer win the game. Agreed. She and Christina are the two bottoms, with Chelsea being the one who I think is third. I think it goes Kim, Sabrina, Chelsea, yep. Alicia, Christina. So Alicia, congrats. You just lost the game. Yeah. Pray for a final two, I guess. Yep. Interesting to note, past Josh said Chelsea here, just because I think that she also needs to make a move. Uh, yeah, she eventually has to make a like, move. There's t- like, yeah, there, there's some wiggle room. Time. There's some wiggle room, but you know that Kim has an idol, and you don't know if she's going to win immunities to at least allow you to have a chance to strike. She needs to do it now, basically. Yep. She's running out of time. But she was the target. And we're also going to find out that Chelsea's intent is to go to the end with Kim and have not made social connections and yep. hope that people are really mad at Kim. Basically play, play the, the Russell Hands move. <laughs> well, not the Russell Hands, um, play the Todd game where like Amanda got all the blame, but she doesn't realize that Kim is Amanda all leveled up. So yep. <laughs> it's not going to work. I think that's both Chelsea and Serena's plan. Kim takes all the blame for all these blind sides, and they're hoping people be mad at her and not mad at them. And what's going to happen is they'll respect Kim for it yeah. more because she did take all the blame and still was effective. It's a fine line. It's a tough. It's a tough one to to, to walk, and, and Kim is one of the few who who did it. All right, let's get into the finale. Perception is not always reality. Final five. Kim is going to win immunity, so she doesn't even need the idol. She's still got it. She's not going to play it. She doesn't need it. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's one of those you don't. Want, there's no added benefit to playing it at this point. You you don't need to look either cocky to the jury. You don't need to look uh, like you're picking someone if that if that's the case. So you don't want to like rub one of the other two people that are still there the wrong way. So Alicia and Christina they want Chelsea out next. They should be going for Sabrina. Sabrina's more dangerous than Chelsea. Agreed. And also Chelsea is more likely to win at the final four. Uh, in immunity challenge over Sabrina in them, and they can take out Kim. So they should be gunning for Sabrina, not Chelsea. And Chelsea should also be gunning for Sabrina. Yep. Chelsea and Sabrina, they want Alicia out next. Why? Chelsea, if you take out Alicia, you can't win. Kim's in the middle. She can go either way, and she'll win either way. She doesn't care. It doesn't matter. Chelsea does ask Kim for the idol. She doesn't get it. She doesn't need it either. But at Tribal Council, the idol's not played. It's going to be three votes for Alicia, two votes for Chelsea, it should have been Sabrina. Chelsea can no longer win the game. Just bad. bad. And Kim's just got everyone fooled. It's crazy. We might sound like we're beating a dead horse here, but basically it's like they needed to take out Kim. They didn't take out Kim because Kim is good at this game, and that is what the season is. Well, Kim has immunity. <laughs> well, yes, but, you know. Okay, in this you case, need Sabrina. To take a, you need to take out her army. Yeah, you need to take out somebody who's good at this game. They don't take out anybody who's good at this game and repeat. Yeah, it is interesting to know when I was watching this season the first time, my perception of it was that Chelsea had a better chance of finishing second versus Sabrina just because it seemed like if people were going to vote for one of the two, they'd vote for probably Kim. And then like anyone who wouldn't vote for those two, they would go to Chelsea. So I perceived it as Sabrina would probably get third so she was most in danger either way both of them should be thinking about that but that's just that's just how i was uh reading it when i was first viewing the season and honestly for my first viewing because you know we get away from it a little bit with how we narrate the episodes but my perception at this time was that i think kim needed to separate herself from these three a little bit just in case there is a bitter jury you know so there's a lot of uh, retrospection in, in saying, like, yep, Kim's got this locked. You know, at the time, I'm like, yeah, I mean, she's won all these individual immunities. She's been driving the whole thing. 
She's got my vote, but I don't know if the jury is super bitter about the fact that, you know, Solani 2.0 was a just a, a front. There's no men left, so, like, at that point, you just give it to the person who's most deserving. I would hope so. You know, there's no underdogs out there that can really take anything. Christina's a big nothing, and people generally didn't like Alicia. So I thought that Kim was going to win, but if she really wanted to make sure that there was no funny business, Kim should take out Sabrina because, when in doubt, take away the person who played a different game from you uh, and then just take the chance that the person who played the same game as you you played it better of which she knows she played better than chelsea so kim should probably want sabrina gone before this is all said and well done. i mean and you know to, to go take that all the way obviously if she was going to go there she take out sabrina and chelsea take alicia and christina to the end is a totally viable option for kim and she you probably get every vote probably i think kim is playing the same way jt played with steven where jt takes steven to the end even though he probably had a better chance against aaron because he wants to play that loyalty card yep i think kim is doing the same thing yep. where she wants to play like hey I made a day one pact with these two. This was my original alliance. I took them to the end. And, and you can do that if you're going to win. So, I, you know, would it have been technically maybe a better option for her to go with Alicia and Christina? Yes. For, to do the final speech she wants to do, she can't really do that. Agreed. And this is a marathon. It's not a race. Yep. You don't need to go for the best lap time at the end of the Daytona 500 if you're leading. You just got to cross the finish line yep. and win. And that's and that's what she's doing. So are we splitting hairs? Am I splitting hairs? Absolutely. Yep. Uh, but not much else to talk can, about. She can do what she wants. Well, and we didn't really talk about her decision here. We kind of just went straight to the vote. Uh, but, you know, when yeah. she was looking at the the option of going with Alicia and Christina, she was basically tossing that out there. Oh, yeah, I could like I should be sitting next to them just based on jury votes. And while I think that works, like almost the worst case scenario, not worst case scenario, because I think she'd still be fine. But the most dangerous scenario for her would almost to be go to go halfway and go with one person from her core group of three and yeah. one of the bottom two. Cause then I feel like you're splitting votes and you, you might lose both of those people that you took out. Sure. Josh, who'd you have for best player of the final five? Uh, I had Kim because she's going to win. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's Kim. How about worst player? This was tough. I went with Sabrina here just because I think that, she needs to try to get someone out i don't know yeah you don't really have much chance right now but you have to you have to try something they think that they can beat kim which is i think fair just because that's all they have to hope for at this point uh, is that the jury's going to be bitter but you can't just put all your cards towards that you have to maybe try to get her out to negate that factor so i would have liked to see her i don't know try to take chelsea out do something. <laughs> See, I, I, I was between Christina and Chelsea for the worst player because we can't give it to Lisa. Christina was on the wrong side of the vote, which isn't as big a deal. But the problem is she targeted Chelsea, which I think was the wrong move. She should have been targeting Sabrina. And the reason why I ended up deciding with Christina over Chelsea for worst players, at least Chelsea survived. And she did convince Kim not to go for her when that might have been the better option for Kim. So that's why I never given it to Christina over Chelsea. So Christina's my worst. I literally did Christina because she's on the wrong side of the vote. And that was literally all I had. Because I think that everyone else did about as well as they could have. And with the exception of splitting hairs for Kim, she was never in contention yeah. for worst. Yeah. And I mean, I did have a question mark next to it. It's just like, <laughs> I, it's, it's an, I guess it, this works. <laughs> so uh, back in the Redemption Island finale reunion show, we had David Murphy proposing marriage to Carolina Eastwood. We mentioned at the time that they did not make it to the altar um, because David had an affair, I guess, with someone else. And that was Alicia. Oh, so, here we are. Full circle. Why does that track? Yeah. yeah. Let's move on. I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. It's weird. 
Final four. Christina handles the blindside very well because she's resilient to a fault. I think almost. Sorry for lying to you. That's fine. It's a game. It's okay. Why would I be bothered? Could you please be bothered, Christina? Yeah, it's okay to be bothered. Use the- <laughs> do you know what I would do to play Survivor, Christina? And Resilient. how dare you? At the at fourth right now. Ugh. Resilient to a fault. Fallen comrades. And we're done. I spent this entire time playing with my son. Yep. And I, I spent the entire time watching you play with your son. Yeah, I was making him laugh uncontrollably. I folded laundry. And I think uh, this is right off of uh, not having it, right? In the last season? Yep, we didn't we didn't have the last two seasons. Oh, they did it. Good times. They they, they, they filmed it, um, I guess, but they didn't air it. The Redemption Island one, they put online. The, I, the South Pacific one's never been released, but um, they, I think they felt like they didn't need it because Redemption Island, we, we everyone hung out for longer, and we didn't have it this season, so they brought it back. So Yay. Woo. Kim is going to win the final immunity challenge, which ties the record individual immunity wins for women, tied with Kelly Wigglesworth and Jenna Marasco. Christina is going to go and puts up no fight. It's pathetic. It's it's not. I was gonna say it's depressing, but it wasn't depressing. It was infuriating, actually. You know, I was not infuriated by Christina not playing. I have I had come to expect nothing from her, and she met those expectations. So I was satisfied with the conclusion. <laughs> she she was just an NPC devoid of personality and any side quests attached to her. So I was like, yeah. You know, this this is correct. What I will add, though, that I thought was kind of funny, I don't think that Christina would, a- would have been able to change anybody's minds because they ended up basically cutting her out because she was like the X factor. If everyone is angry at the core three for doing something, they're wrong. But their thought process was maybe if they're angry at all of us, it would not be a good idea to have her here. You know, because at least us three, we played the same game, made the best person win. So, like, there's something there. It's minute. I don't like it. But when she basically is like, yeah, you can vote me out, Kim actually started, starts to think for a second, holy crap, is this the right move? <laughs> well, no, no. Kim Kim is like, you know, I, I would have considered doing something if she'd, like, presented anything. I think this makes Kim want to take her less. Really? I, I took it that, as the other way. And I, I could no, be, I could be wrong. Said, so... Well, no, no Kim, Kim mentioned briefly. She's like, yeah. oh, man, I maybe I should take her because she's not even trying, so no one will respect that. No, right. no, that's not what she said. That's how I took it. She said, like, you know, I, there's definitely an option for me to go with Christina, but she didn't present anything. She didn't do anything. I, I think she said both of those things. She might have presented both sides of the argument because that's what I thought was funny. I remember actively thinking that it was funny that her not doing anything gave her a shot at surviving very james from china which i remember taking a lot of flack for on this podcast (laughs) it's so much different and christina is so much worse of a player than james and james isn't particularly good at survivor you know whatever regardless christina does exactly what move on i'm so tired of christina not doing anything she's a dish rag like she seems like a nice person i don't like that she's on this show. Yes. She was, no place. I want to move on. She added nothing to One World. Tribal Council, three votes for Christina, one votes for Sabrina. This should have been either Sabrina going out, because I think Chelsea and Christina both should have voted for Sabrina. Kim, if she wants to double down and go with Sabrina and Chelsea to the end, cool. And obviously Sabrina should vote for Christina. So either Sabrina goes out or at the very least fire making. Yeah, I said Christina was fine, because at least if you're uh, Sabrina and Chelsea, the jury might pilfer votes amongst the three of you and so there's a chance that maybe you get four Mm. chelsea gets 
three, Kim gets three or whatever the number would be. So it makes sense for those three to want to go with each other at this point. If Kim has immunity, if Kim doesn't have immunity, she's got to go. She's got yeah, immunity. Yeah, but she's got immunity. It makes the most sense for the other two to get rid of Christina. I think. Kind of to go back this entire time, I've kind of perceived Chelsea as being in that number two spot. I was wrong, yep. <laughs> but I perceived her to be in the number two spot. So I was, I was putting it more on Sabrina to not try to act and and take out Chelsea. Ultimately, doesn't matter. Who'd you have for best player? Ah, uh, Kim. One immunity, yep. and she didn't really need to do anything. Yep, yep. It's Kim. My worst player is Na. Josh, worst player. I said either Sabrina or Na. Uh, I guess I'll give it See, to Sabrina. I, I I had Chelsea for not going after Sabrina, and because. Chelsea's not in the, the second place spot with with the, the true thing. I think you should flip to join me to make Chelsea instead because your perception was wrong, Josh. <laughs> Chelsea's the one who needs to make a move to get a vote at this final trouble council. She needs she's in the third place spot. She needs to try and put herself in the second place spot. Fine. Yeah, there we go. I'll retroactively change it just to please yeah. you. <laughs> No, I think it's because you know I'm right. I still think that Christina was the right move for Chelsea and Sabrina in the moment. Derek's if wrong. They don't, I, don't, I don't know Derek's what wrong. talking Derek's about. Wrong. <laughs> if they don't know how the jury votes are going to go, all you can hope is that there's an even dispersion between the three of you and you end up with one more vote than the other two. Make they, it a they, final two instead of a final three. They were all confused about how the jury was going to vote, and we're going to get that in final tribal in a second. The, few, the fewer ways to split, the better. Let's go on to the final trouble council. The final four here is just so frustrating that I just, it's making me mad talking about it. Final trouble council opening statements. Chelsea made a pair with Kim early on in the game and ran the game. She played with her emotions up through the Jonas vote before closing herself off and becoming cold and detached to better play the game. Acknowledges that this is a gamble because Kim made the connections where she did not. So it could go either way. What do they respect more? So basically, Chelsea goes in with a coin flip mentality. It's either going to be me or Kim, depending on how the jury feels. Okay, I get it. I mean, in, you know, hard position. There's she didn't really have a good time to take out Kim. So sure, could go either way. Mm-hmm. Kim treated it all as a game from the beginning and focused on providing for her family. And she mentions like, you know, I've known you all for you know a month. I've known my family forever. I got to focus on helping them and had to betray you guys. And she's like, I'm not gonna, you know, I would say I would take it back, but I wouldn't. Because I succeeded and made it here, so I, I don't regret anything. Hell yeah. Point, Point Kim. Kim. Point Kim. Sabrina, she says she held back a lot of the game and, and tanked some of these challenges and just like played it cool so she wouldn't come off as a threat. Okay. I think she did it too much, and I, and I don't really like that style of play. Because I don't think there's any jury out there that will respect. It's hard. I don't want to just compare them because of skin color, but it's kind of like Vesepia. If you make yourself known too much and you are a minority playing in these earlier seasons of Survivor, you have a higher chance of going home. I don't know how much race played a factor into it. It's just I want to mention it so that we're not just three white guys devoid of that, that perspective on the podcast. So I understand wanting to keep your threat level on the DL when you've got that extra factor to think about. I've got no proof that's what it is. I just wanted to mention it. Sure. Uh, so that's all I'll say on that. I think it's a perfectly fine thought early in the post-merge uh, because sure. we actually even talked about it on this podcast that they had brought up the fact that they thought that they should go for, I think it was Chelsea or something because Sabrina was less of a threat of winning challenges. Now, there should be a point. I don't know when that point is, but there should be a point sometime in the post-merge where you flip that switch and actually are trying in every single one so that you can show that you have a little bit more of a physical angle to then prove it then in in final tribal so you're not just drawing a zero to people's perception. You got to turn it on at the end. 
Get yeah. show something. And Sabrina can't be does too not late either. It can't. It can't just be at like final four. <laughs> I think you honestly could do it at final four. Or maybe, but I think final five, final four. You win the last two, take out a big threat. Boom, you got the game. You know, e- yeah. even in a forced fire making situation. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, you got to turn it on at some point. Show something. She also let Kim and Chelsea be kind of the messengers because she can't separate the game from real life. I think this hurts her. You know, Chelsea didn't make the social connections. Sabrina did to the point where she couldn't ever be the bad guy she had to hide herself and detach herself from being the bad guy in the situation then they let kim take all the heat okay that can work and everyone hates kim except everyone and, and we're going to see this multiple times with survivors that doesn't really work unless that person is super unlikable like a russell if that person is likable at all they're going to win because the jury's going to respect them because they made the moves they took the heat they took the blame still made it and you like him. Kim's nice. This is going to happen again in Survivor multiple times. So I think we can safely say at this point, Sabrina and Chelsea's strategy here does not work. Don't try it. Unless you were teamed up with a Russell type, it will not work. It's, you have to be with the Russell or with like the Nayanka. Yeah. Someone like that who is being inhumane. Like yep. treating people as something. Like Colton. You know, bring Colton to the end this season with that same mentality and maybe Chelsea or Sabrina can win with a Colton not with a Kim can't win with a Kim the nice cutthroat will win period that's Survivor if you can be the guy who will cut your throat with a smile on your face and you kind of like him while they're doing it you'll win <laughs> try not to move it's not it's you <laughs> know I'm making it sound a little easy and Kim made it look easy I'm not saying it's easy though uh, but that is that's the way to win this game it'll all be over soon Jonas is great. Yes, he uh, he's very serious at first. He's like, I want you all, you know, to treat this seriously. Please refer to me as Master Jonas when addressing me. Hilarious. He's like, I'm just kidding. But he wants to know what Chelsea's biggest move was that started with her, not Kim. And Chelsea says, the cat vote was my idea. Okay. Because Kim didn't want to do that. He questions why Kim didn't take Christina to the end. And Kim is basically like, you know, if the jury's mad at me, Christina could beat me. If the jury's not mad at me, I'll take my chances. Like, if, if the jury is going to vote for the person who played the best game, then it doesn't matter who I take to the end because I played the best game. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> oh, yeah. Slam dog. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, point, Kim. <laughs> Three yeah. points, Kim, from downtown. <laughs> Christina, hilariously. She's like, Chelsea, why do you hate people? <laughs> <laughs> And basically just Chelsea's like, yeah, I, you know, played very detached. It was the only way I could play. And basically she just starts complimenting Kim on helping her keep her head in the games. Who are you, Natalie and Philip? Yeah, more points, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> I think Chelsea knows she doesn't have a chance. It's just like, I just want Kim to win. Yeah, this I, I think there was some clarity pretty early on in the questions for, from Chelsea anyway. And that usually happens for the third place person yeah. if they don't already know going in. It's like, going to happen. It's pretty obvious quickly that's <laughs> gonna happen with someone from this season in a future season but we won't spoil that for now tarzan has a really really nice moment he gives a speech thanking the girls for keeping him long enough to see his wife on the island and the family visit um and chelsea's gonna end telling him basically get yeah, you and your wife your relationship goals like i'm not gonna settle for anything less than what you guys have it's, it's a really sweet moment it's a good moment it with a lot of really expensive words yes inalienable love leaf asks her be like hey how and why was i voted out Kim's like, I didn't trust you. I could never tell where your votes were going. I don't feel bad about lying. <laughs> you did vote for me before. So, like, whatever, man. Yeah. I think Kim knows. Because what wasn't shown on the show is Leaf and Serena were super close. Kim knows she's not going to Leaf's vote. Yeah. It's like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm. But Sabrina, she, she wins Leaf's vote with this comment. But I think she loses some other votes. She's like, yeah, I let Kim and Chelsea make the call and didn't step in because it would hurt me too much. So I just let them do it. 
And I think Leaf likes that because Leaf doesn't understand Survivor. And everybody else is like, yeah, that's not great. You know, you got to be the bad guy sometimes. So interesting. Hey, get you want to vote over Sabrina? It really didn't seem like Leaf watched a whole lot of Survivor before he came out here. I wouldn't be shocked if it was just like the one season they gave him his homework. Did they give him Redemption Island or something? I, I'm not sure. I would guess he'd probably be like a Heroes versus Villains. I'd say it. It probably wasn't a Redemption Island one, just since no. that twist wasn't in the game. Leaf, if you're a fan of the podcast, let us know how much Survivor you watched beforehand. Yeah, they usually like pick the most recent, like really popular season as homework. Because they want something that's of the era. So I would guess Heroes versus Villains would, sure. be, would be the guess. So maybe he saw that one at best. <laughs> that's a big maybe. Alicia compliments herself a lot. Moving on. <laughs> she just gives this most delusional speech ever. She's she's delusional. She's like, you cut me because, you know, if I was there, I'd give you a run for your money, Kim. I'm a kingpin. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she's okay. Like, and Kim's just like, yeah, sure. S- smile and wave. Smile You're and wave. You're out of touch. <laughs> Trojan wants to know when Kim beat him. And basically, he's like, if you get this answer right, you'll win. If not, you're not getting my vote. She says it was when they voted out Jonas. That was the moment she'd won the game. Or Trojan had lost the game, I should say. Apparently, this is the wrong answer because he's going to vote for Sabrina. I think the other answer maybe could have been Michael. Um, I don't know what Trojan was looking for. I don't know if he said for sure. I know he had some sort of personal beef with Kim that he's never elaborated on. He says it's between him and Kim. So I, I really don't know what to say here. I mean, it, it would make sense that it's one of those two votes. That's that's what my answer would have been. If not Jonas, it would have been Michael. Michael's vote. Probably the probably the Michael vote. Who knows what he was wanting? Here. Pick a number between one and ten. It's the same thing. Maybe it's like the moment I put your name down and sent you out of the game. Maybe that was the movie was looking. The the answer he was looking for. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like play to his ego. Like you had a chance. Super until literal. You didn't. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Whatever. Finally, we have Kat. She reveals that when she was like 12, she had two open heart surgeries and she's going to have to have another one when she turns 24, two years. And basically she says, you know, I was so mad that you guys voted me out because I want to be where you guys are more than anything else in this world. But I don't have time to be angry. And she asked the jury not to vote for my anger because, you know, it's just like be happy, enjoy it, enjoy the moment, live for now. And it's actually like a really, holy crap, like heavy moment because Kat is such a silly character this entire season. It really puts things in perspective. Like, here's why she's such a goofy and just enjoying the moment because she has to have open heart surgery next year. And that's no guarantee of survival. She might, you know, Kat is still alive and it went fine. That's not a guaranteed thing. You know, we're not guaranteed the next day. And she's, you know, very live in the moment. And it's just like, damn, that, that was heavy. That was real. That was that was a nice, real moment. Honestly, and, and I know that this is not an exact comparison, but it made me think of uh, how grateful Ethan was to play on 40. You yep. know, it, when, when you don't know what your health is like or what it's going to be. And if you can ever play again, if you're ever going to have that opportunity to go and play the, the, the terrifyingly difficult and ridiculous game that is Survivor, but you love it so much. I was very happy that Kat had the opportunity to go out and play. After this stump speech, Just that's just about pro-happiness, I was more okay with having her come back. I still want her to take some time, sure. mature a little bit, and maybe be able to evolve her game. Recover from heart surgery. Uh, but it, it definitely switched me from being like pretty annoyed with Kat on her way out to like, okay, there's some perspective. It's nice to have, you know, whatever your reason, you're allowed to be super happy, but... It was just a very real yeah. reason. Yeah. So th- th- this is probably my favorite moment of the entire season is Kim's or Cat's mm-hmm. speech here. Just because it's okay. one of the few things that felt authentically real about this season. And sure. I like when Survivor is like real in a positive way. Like, because we get real sometimes in a bad way. And this felt like real in like just like an embrace life kind of way. Yep. 
which was really nice. Kim is going to win with seven votes. Sabrina is going to get two from Troy, Zan, and Leaf. Chelsea gets zero. Who would we have voted for is now the question we have to ask. Uh, Derek, who would you vote for? <laughs> Kim. Okay, Josh, who would you vote for? Oh, let's see. Uh, Kim. Yeah, it's Kim. She played the best physical game, tied for the all-time record for women. She played the best social game, played the best strategic game. Sabrina played a great game. Kim was elite. Top five survivor all time. Just an incredible performance from Kim. How can you not vote for Kim? Leaf, I understand. Troy's in. I think he should have voted for Kim. But yeah, it's Kim. It's Kim. Yeah. What else do you say? Nothing. Nothing else needs to be said. (laughs) So Kim is going to play again. Do we want to see it? Yep. Oh, yeah. One of the best to ever play. Absolutely. I just want to see her play. You know, she's going to be on Winners at War. That was really exciting for me because, like, she's going to play against, like, good players. Yes, that's and that's the key. Like, I, I would want Kim to come back anyway, see if she can yep. emulate the success twice. I wouldn't even mind if it was on a captain season. Just, like, can Kim do it? Yep. But the fact that she came back for Winners at War where you've just got this super high caliber level of play, I was so excited because I'd, I'd heard the legend of yep. Kim, and now I understand it. I can understand why someone like Ryan would be super hyped to see Kim come back for a 40. And it was really fun because obviously it didn't go fantastic for her. She played well, but she started off, and it wasn't even her fault, but like she was on the bottom at the beginning. So we got to see Kim scramble, which we haven't seen before. We, we got to see Kim. I The first time I saw Kim play, I actually watched a bunch of players basically say like, Kim's a huge threat. So they like took all of the venom out of her teeth yep. immediately. They're like, we refuse to validate her game because if we give her an inch, she's going to take this whole thing. Yeah, because Yule... Talked about like the poker alliance, which she completely made up. But Kim was in that poker alliance. She was at that game where Tyson's like, "Oh, we should all form an alliance, the poker alliance." And he was like, "Yeah, I think there's a poker alliance. We can't trust any of them." So Kim was all of a sudden like, "What? What did I do? <laughs> Damn you, Tyson!" <laughs> Classic Tyson. So it was really, it's it. You know, I'm I'm glad Kim got to play again because she's such an elite player. But it was fun seeing her put in a position where she didn't have complete control of the game. And even with that, like. She's still like a top five player. I, I still have her as my fi- the fifth best player of all time. And she made it deep in Winners yep. at War. Still so, impressive. Sabrina will be on the ballot for Survivor Second Chances. Does not get enough votes to compete. Do we want to see it? I wish she would have made it. Yeah. Uh, Sabrina is someone that I desperately want to see back. Yeah, I, I wish Sabrina had made it on for sure. I voted for her. I would need to see the ballot first, but yeah. like I, w- I would want to see her again. Right now, I can't say if I would take her over someone else because I don't remember what the ballot was. So. Well, I mean, I'm just like thinking about who who actually made it on the season, and I would have voted for Sabrina over Monica from Samoa. Sure. Oh, uh, yeah. So. Yeah, I would too. And maybe I would have voted for Monica. I don't remember for sure. We'll talk about that when we get there. But I'm just saying, like, there are people who made it on that. You know, I wish Sabrina had taken their spot. Yeah, PG. Yeah. PG would probably be the number uh. one. All right. Reunion show. Kim wins fan favorite. Yep. The rest of it kind of sucks. It's a lot of Colton talk. We spend a l- way too much time talking to Colton, and he uh, hasn't learned how to talk on TV yet, and they're going to bring him back, and that's pathetic. Yep. Uh, that's on you, production. Um, not Jeff. He fought against it. I good. will say that. Jeff fought against it hard. Oh, he was over. Jeff. Jeff. Jeff did not want Colton back. Yeah, and, Col- and Colton hasn't learned anything. Uh, I, at, at the reunion show, he hasn't. I don't know what post-reunion show. I don't know if he's learned anything or not. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm just talking about what we saw at the reunion. Yeah. Reunion show, clearly not. He's 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 on his apology tour because he feels like he needs to and only goes halfway yeah. on it, basically. Reunion show sucks. Jeff is really... You know, I'm going to save what I want to say here for Jeff Watch. I'm going to let you maybe say it first if you had the same opinion as me, but I might throw something else in at Jeff Watch. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll get there. But uh, yeah, I got, I got a note for Jeff Watch. So that's Survivor One World. Let's wrap this turd up. Yeah. <laughs> Best player of the season. Kim. Best player Kim. of the season. Kim. 
Uh, and just a reminder, best and worst player of the season can only go to someone who makes the merch. We had 12 people to choose from. Yeah, easy. Worst player of the season. Christina. I'm going with Christina. Dishonorable mention to leave. Agreed completely. There's a lot of dishonorable mentions you could throw out here. There's a lot of really bad players. You could say Alicia for being so unself-aware. Awful. Jay made a terrible move. Michael wasn't great. There's a lot of bad players here. It's Christina. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, she seems like a nice person. She is horrendously bad at Survivor. All right. Now we can talk about Jeff Watch. Derek, did you have anything for Jeff Watch? So there have been a few times in Survivor history where... Jeff does not show up to curate a reward challenge. I think that happened two times for sure this season. Yep, it was two. And when he was there, he seemed generally disinterested this season, and I didn't really care for that, and I didn't really have a reason. Um, There's a reason I, why. I, I, I couldn't put my finger on it. So even when like Colton was getting airlifted out of there, Jeff was just kind of like, are you gone yet? <laughs> like, whatever. Are you dead? <laughs> Okay, you whiner. Poke him with a stick. <laughs> do, you, do you want to change this game or not? Like, I don't know. Jeff just didn't seem to have his heart in this season at all. I don't know what the reason is. It's just he he felt absent. So that's just my opinion on Jeff Watch. You know, he, he was still good in tribal councils. Uh, I really like his moment with Colton where he's like, and uh, it's a paid member of your family, Colton. Good moment from Jeff, but on the whole, very disinterested. So the reason why is Jeff was considering leaving the show at this point. And uh, he had a talk show that was about to premiere, the Jeff Probe show. It got canceled after one season. And he was considering leaving Survivor to just do that full-time if it was going to take off. So if that show had succeeded, he might have left. He plugged it at one point. Yep, he plugged it at the reunion the show. Reunion. And he, ve- he felt very much like he was on his talk show at that point with the way he was talking like Colton's mom. It felt like he wanted to leave Survivor and go do that instead. And that didn't happen. Um, and so he stuck with Survivor. So I, I think he was absent, A, because he has said he didn't care for the season, B, because he was focused on doing the Jeff Probst show, and I think he wanted to do that instead because he had, was a little burned out on Survivor. The last couple of seasons had sucked because uh, he didn't like Nicaragua. Redemption Island, South Pacific got really negative feedback, so I, I don't think he was thrilled with how the last two years had gone for Survivor. So that 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 is why. Makes sense. He felt very much like he was hosting a talk show at the reunion <laughs> show. Weather Report. This one seemed pretty darn rainy. I'm not going to lie. Definitely seemed maybe top 10 roughest, but if it is top 10, it's going to be right around 10. There's definitely been quite a bit worse. We don't get a ton of complaining about it, especially after the first part of the season is done. That being said, the pre-merge was pretty wicked with those rainstorms, especially on the women's tribe with uh, with no tarp. Yep, and South Pacific was clear. So, you know, they filmed in the same location. You can tell which one was the rainy season. Which one's the rainy season, yep. So, Josh, as our memorability consultant, you get to tell us what the most memorable moment of the season is in the pre-merge you had it when the guys gave up immunity, specifically when they showed up to Tribal Council and shocked the crap out of Jeff Probst. I only have one for the post-merge. Uh, it's the same one that you mentioned, coincidentally, that and that would be the Troyzan post-challenge celebration. This is my island. And he actually does this twice, but specifically the one after that challenge is the yep. one that sticks in my head a little bit more. Who do you think you are? I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big energy of bring that. Back the, bring back the bowling uh, challenges. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was my nomination. Uh, so unless, Derek, you had a... I've gotten nothing. This is wholly unmemorable. Yeah, this one, this one is not going to uh, win over the men showing up at Tribal. Yep. I think that was one of the easiest ones we've ever had. Yeah. Fair. And not great. (laughs) All right, so the last thing we have to do before we sign off here is our season rankings. We get to drop season 24 into our 24 
Where does it go? I will go first. I got mine ready. So here we go. Spoiler alert, it's near the bottom. All right, coming in, number one is season 10, Palau. Then we got Pearl Islands, Tokachins, Vanuatu, Micronesia, China, Borneo, South Pacific, Amazon, Fiji, Guatemala, Panama, Samoa, Africa, Australian Outback, Gabon, Marquesas, Nicaragua, Heroes vs. Villains, Cook Islands, All-Stars, Thailand, One World, Redemption Island. Wow, so moved up. It moved, this moved up one spot on the rewatch. I think Redemption Island has higher highs with the Matt Elrod vote. And I do think One World has lower lows. I think the uh, Bill Colton stuff is worse than anything in Redemption Island. But I think One World is more consistently entertaining than Redemption Island. There's a little more intrigue in the end game than there is in Redemption Island. So I, that and and plus I have a newfound appreciation for uh, Cat and to a lesser extent Tarzan, which made the season a little bit more enjoyable, especially that Cat episode. So One World it got pushed up just slightly. I, I do think it is. And plus Kim's a you know at least a newbie over Boston Rob. So that makes it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But that said, I don't like either of those two seasons. I have these two and Thailand in the bottom tier. Those three suck. So I'll go next. Uh, my number one is uh, still season 16 Micronesia, followed by China, Palau, Heroes vs. Villains, Token Chains, Pearl Islands, South Pacific, Amazon, Vanuatu, Guatemala, Australia, Nicaragua, Fiji, Exile Island, Borneo, Gabon, Africa, Cook Island, and then coming in at 19 for me is One World, and then after that I've got Samoa, All-Stars, Marquesas, Redemption Island, and Thailand. For the reason that Ryan kind of said, it was never super boring in the moment. I did not mind watching Kim basically dominate it. It is in my second to bottom tier of Survivor where it's like, I don't really recommend this on entertainment value, but it doesn't really have any nasty moments in it that make me feel gross. And everything below this has at least one pretty nasty moment in it that makes me feel gross. Well, actually, it does have one of those moments, yep. uh, and I have it at the bottom of my second-to-bottom tier, so it, honestly, it still feels like it is right where it belongs, so I'll, I'll leave it there. Uh, I'm confident in that. And also, Colton is a bit of a joke. Yeah, so my order runs in first place, China, Pearl Islands, Micronesia Fans vs. Favorites, Heroes vs. Villains, Token Chains, Palau, Amazon, Vanuatu, Borneo, Australia, South Pacific, Guatemala, Fiji, Panama, Africa, Samoa, Cook Islands, Nicaragua, Gabon, Marquesas, One World, and then All Stars, Redemption Island, and Thailand. For me, I put this very similarly with like Gabon and Marquesas. Like they're kind of in like I get a little bit of the same feeling with them, where it's just like yeah, okay. There's a lot of you know boring stuff that you have to trudge through, but it's not as bad as like an All Stars and Redemption. Redemption Island just because of the boring aspect. All Stars just because it's not as enjoyable. It's whatever <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I think derek put it nicely where it's like second tier from the bottom is is very accurate redemption island was boring this was predictable there is a fine line between the two yes there is overlap this was predictable uh but i did enjoy watching those idiotic men get absolutely stomped <laughs> i don't enjoy that so i think that's part of it i think that's just it's it, to me it's embarrassing it, it is embarrassing it did make me feel unproud to be a man like monica had the phrase early in the season like you know cat brings a bad name to all women everywhere <laughs> like this entire crop of guys kind of gives yeah. us a bad name if you want to phrase it like that but i didn't mind it so it was predictable but not boring i don't mind something like that by any means but it it's when it's done through 
really bad gameplay. Like if they if they just get like outplayed, then that's one thing. But like they actively like did terrible, terrible, stupid stuff. So that that's what makes it not as enjoyable for me. All right. Well, that is Survivor One World. Not great. Right in the dark ages. So next up, I, I don't know what our production schedule is going to be like come you know December, January of 2022, 2023. So the next thing you'll either hear from us is the premiere of season 44, depending on what, how much we do in the off season, or it'll be season 25, Philippines, um, which you know they revealed at the reunion show. Uh, it is going to have three captains all three of whom were people who were medically evacuated. And so three tribes. So pretty exciting. Next time we talk about, we'll, we'll go through the list of everyone who's been medically evacuated. And like, are those three the three we would want? Or would we replace with everybody else? But I, I like the idea of bringing back three medically evacuated people. I, I really do too. I, I like this theme. We've got some weird gimmicky themes before. This is one that, you know, I kind of, I like. Yeah. It gives somebody a chance that, that deserves it, pretty much. It's a, a replay of man versus nature. Yep. You know, the, the whole show is like man versus man, man versus self. But every once in a while, nature wins. Yep. Um, Those are the so original I, second chances. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Philippines is the one season in the Dark Ages that everyone agrees is a great season. This is the one that is unanimously considered at the very least good, if not incredible. I love Philippines. I'm very excited to get back to Philippines. Derek, you've seen three of these people play. Other than the captains, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Okay. So six <laughs> of these people play. I'm, I'm just like... Yep. I forgot about the captains. So six <laughs> of these people you've seen play. Three of them were, you know... Sure. Through the three returning captains plus three of the new people you've seen play. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. I love Philippines. It's got a great cast. I'm excited. Um, so uh, I'm very excited for Philippines. But in the meantime, uh, maybe uh, we got to go watch season 43 in real time. We got to watch season 43 starting next uh, week. Yep. All right, guys. Uh, anything else? No, I don't think so. You can follow us on Twitter at CastawayPod and follow us on Instagram and the TikTok. Thanks for the follows. Reach out anytime, especially during season 44, because you'll be yep. listening to this after 43. Or if you want to time travel and talk to us about season 43, that's fine, too. We're going to be throwing a party in Fargo celebrating the premiere of season 43. If you're a time traveler, you can meet us at our party. We'll give you the details later. Yes. All right. This has been the Castaway Consultants. Got nothing else for you. Good night. Good night.